welcome to episode 37 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan McGuinness, and joining me as always on the Midnight Meat Train is my co-host, Jennifer, the Dream Warrior Strand. Toot toot! Together we are two people with a love of horror and feel the burn of our obsolete blockbuster memberships. Ooh. Um, we are recording on some new sound gear this week, so if there are any problems, uh, we apologise, but hopefully it will be better from now on. So. Yeah. Mm. So, fun facts. Straight into the fun facts, Jen. Mm. My fun fact for the week about myself yes. is that I once grazed my knee so badly that it almost ended up killing me. Okay. So, only you could do that, but also... Tell me a story. Dan. I was um so I, r- going from backwards kind of thing. When I went to the hospital, they said I was one. I was two minutes off of dying if I hadn't Why? got there two minutes. Why? Earlier. All right, you ready? Yes. So it's a quick story. Basically, um, I grew up with a kidney disease. Yes. Called nephrotic syndrome, and I, it was a child disease, and I got out of it. I was in remission for years, and I got to around about twenty-five years old, and I like, hit the party scene, I partied heaps and stuff like that. Then, I um. I skateboarded mm-hmm. and basically every day for like a year, two years, I fell over and grazed my knee in the same spot every day. I like I had a graze and I knocked off the scab for like a year. You need like a rest day between scabs. Never. <laughs> um, and then, so the, over that time and suddenly that, and then the party of my life uh, basically ran me down like really badly. So I had a really low immune system and then I got blood poisoning from mm-hmm. my knee. Mm-hmm which then also shut down my kidneys again. And I was at home and I was like, you know, I didn't feel very good. Like, you know, earlier in the night, went to bed. Then in the middle of the night, I just woke up and went, oh, this fucking, there's something wrong. There's something drastically wrong with me. I called my parents because I hadn't like, you know, I didn't have a, I couldn't drive because I was too sick. Yeah. And then um, they drove down and they like got me, went to take me to the hospital and I just started vomiting. Like weird vomiting though, like sick, like just like, bleh, bleh. and my dad's just like to my mum, go go to the hospital, fucking mm. run red lights, everything. My mum's like the most law-abiding citizen, and she's like, oh, don't know how to run a red light. She's there, she's like fucking Ryan Gosling and dry. She's just drifting corners and doing. Yeah, shit. she wasn't. Um, and we eventually got to the hospital, and they took me into emergency. And I was like, I, the last thing I remember is going to like the toilet, and I was vomiting. And I looked in the mirror, and I just didn't even look like me. I was all blue and fucked up, and I fainted. Oh. And then I, yeah, woke up later in hospital. And the doctor was like, yeah, if he had, it was like such a full on attack or whatever it is to do with like my kidneys relapsing and the blood poisoning. The, yeah, they said two more minutes he would have died, and that's when my whole life changed. Holy. Fuck. Yeah, I uh, I was a different person before that that night. I was yeah. like, you know, quite angry at the world and that, and I wasn't fun and I wasn't as creative. And then I just snapped. Yeah. When you almost die, everyone should nearly die once. Yeah. That's one now, of my and mottos. now we have the Dan McGinnis that we know and love. Exactly. Where and now I'm happy. Uh, yeah. Dying that close. Whew. Yeah. All right. Fuck. Yeah. That's that's Cra- insane. Crazy. Crazy. Um. Yeah. Okay. What did you do? Well, <laughs> how was your? What's your fun fact for the week? So None of our facts are fun. They aren't fun. Um, so I got third degree sunburn on my year eight school camp. What did you? What? What sun? Where'd you go? Pluto? <laughs> <laughs> no, we like. So I grew up down down south. So you know, our year eight school trip was down at an old dinger uh, caravan park, just by the beach, and basically it was one of those, you know. There was no sunscreen a, a whole fucking day out in the sun on the beach and then out in the sun back on the 
um, at the park, at the pool. And by the end of the day, I was so burnt that I blistered and peeled that night. I ended up getting ridiculously sick. Everything in the end, it all kind of scabbed over. So I had all these scabs on my back, my shoulders. I still have scarring to this day. Scarring. Yep. Um, Which is also why I don't tend to wear like, it's not, it's not like bad. Are you the girl from the craft? I was going to say, it's not Nev Campbell in the craft bad, but it's like, you know, so I just don't. It's there. It's there. Um, So yeah, that's. That was an issue. I got very sick. I had to take some time off of school, which was really bad for your first, you know, year of high school. True. Because um, I couldn't couldn't wear a backpack, couldn't wear shirts. So I was just sitting at home waiting for it to get better. Whoa, that's crazy. I um have not done that ever. I mean, no. I got sunburn as a kid and, you know, yeah. get pills and stuff like yeah. that. Did it hurt? Did you cry? I didn't all the time. cry, but like I got real sick, you know. So it's basically like heat stroke. Yeah, I get. Do you know I get heat stroke every year? Really? As soon as the sun comes out, the first couple of weeks, I like have a day where I'm just in the sun, and then yep. that, that day I come home and I'm like sick, or I might vomit and I have to sleep like for a whole day. Yeah, I'm essentially Elaine Bennis now when it comes to the sun. Like if I'm going outside, I'm in you know long sleeve, or I've got sunscreen on, I've got a hat, or I just don't go out in the sun. Just don't go out in the sun. No. <laughs> All right, so let's um, go straight into our spoiler, spoiler cast. cast. Yes. So, spoiler cast. Yes, every week Jennifer and I set ourselves a horror movie to watch and then we go through it scene by scene, spoiling the fuck out of the movie for all y'all. All y'all. It's a deep dive into glorious gore, hard edits, cheesy acting, directing madness, severed wangs and compound fractures. <laughs> fuck yeah. Uh, we have a rating system. Uh, Jam, what is our rating system? Yes. That everyone's always carapigeoning carrier pigeoning me. <laughs> We're getting question. some references now. I love it. So for those of you playing at home, our rating system is the A, awesome, everybody should watch. B is our beer and chicken wing group movie. F is for fun and dumb. C is a classic that's worth a watch. We've got the U, which is underrated. G, good for its time, but it's not held up. We've got the J for the Gen Special, the D, Dan Special. We've got a W, which is whatever, so off my radar. We've got the Kesha, which is a low-budget hot mess. And the McConaughey. <laughs> the fucking fucked. The just don't watch it or just watch it right after we've spoiled it for you. <laughs> Do that. And this week we are what we watched Idle Hands from yep. 1999. Um, I had fond memories of this one, like when you Same. say, oh, yeah, I used to have that on VHS, we used to watch it all the time. Yep. Um, <laughs> My bootleg VHS too, yeah. No, I had a real one. Yeah. Okay, um, I couldn't I afford did, real ones, our, okay. No, I think at our like, video shop would just sell stuff really cheap and yep. I have to get it. Like, uh, so what, what's its uh, what's its ins and outs? All it, right. It's, it's short and curly. So the short and curly. So the director, Rod Flender, um, <laughs> who... He got the job after two other directors pulled out. Oh, wow. Literally. Um, he's not really done a lot. I think he directed Leprechaun 2, but has done a whole heap of TV. Yuck. So nothing that exciting. He is also the un- uncle of Timothy Shamalama Ding Dong, um, the Tim- Timothy Shamalay, the the guy that all the ladies go crazy about. He's in the new June movie. Oh, that guy? He's not that... I don't know. I don't want to offend all the ladies out there. He's not. He ain't all that in a bag of potato chips. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, screenplay is by Terry Hughes and Ron Milbar, who really haven't done anything of like that I know of. Yeah. Yeah. Stars Devon Sower, Seth Green, Jessica Alba, 
And Fred Willard, because it's Fred fucking Willard and he deserves a shout out. Which one's Fred Willard? He's the dad that dies. Oh, yeah, yeah, Spoiler yeah. Spoiler alert. And now, what? Yeah. Budget. Oh, yeah. $25 million. Seems like a lot of money for it her. It does seem like a lot of money. Box office, however, $4.2 million. Ooh. This was a fucking hard fail. It's a bomb. This is it's a lemon of a film. <laughs> yes. That's crazy. Yep. It's, it is very crazy, um, which is so strange because it is it is a bit of a cult classic now. So a lot of people are, you know. Well, it's primarily it's a weed movie. It is, yeah. Like a stoner it's movie. It's a stoner movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a slacker movie. Slacker movie? I will. I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Yep. So a little bit of fun fact for you for this film. Um, just a couple, just before we get into it. So this, uh, the hand, obviously, for those of you who have not seen it, we'll get into that a little bit more. Um, but the hand that appears throughout the film is played by Christopher Hart, who is a magician, and he also played Thing in the Adams Family movies. Why would you need a, a certain hand, man? I don't. Um, I guess he's clearly... got a nice hand. He's he's really good at. He did have a long dexterity. Fingers. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, if you will. Um, it's also filmed in the same neighborhood as Halloween. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yes. Um, and the school gym where the dance is held, we will get there, is the same gym used for the high school gym in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie and Drawbreaker. Is that a real gym? It is a real gym. It does look very school gym, like prom dance. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Anyhow, let's get into it. Yes. Why, why not? Why not? Let's go straight into this movie. <laughs> All right. So here's your tagline, guys. The touching story of a boy in his right hand. <laughs> That's good. It's great tagline. That is very quintessential prepubescent. Prepubescent? I fucking know. Anyway. Anton is a cheerful but exceedingly non-ambitious 17-year-old stoner who li- lives to stay buzzed. <laughs> People who don't smoke weed talking about weed. That's right. So he lives to stay buzzed, watch TV, and moon over Molly, the beautiful girl who lives next door. However, it turns out that the old cliche about idle hands being the devil's playground has a kernel of truth after all. Ooh. I love it. So, opening. Uh, overlaid, like, so we open with, like, you know, a, a montage of, like, composited video, you know, shots of, like, blood, fire, text, you know, scratchingly coming up on the screen, faces in blood, uh, 90s, like, bass horror music. This was very 90s, because I remember the uh, House on Haunted Hill movie had a very similar... Yeah, they all had that, like, yeah. it's almost like they just channeled Trent Reznor. <laughs> yes, and, and like made, thank you. Yeah, like... They I was just, trying to figure that one out. Yeah, it's just like... It's just like it's Nine Inch Nails what they visually look like. Yeah. like and not them actually what they look like, what their music would look like as film. Yeah. So, you know, lots of heart, quick editing, compositing, overlays, multipliers and stuff like that. Stuff that's quite easy to do now but mm-hmm. was quite hard to do back then. Like yeah. it still involved like skill. Mm. <laughs> now yeah. it doesn't. Now you have a, a thing that just goes like we have the Trent Reznor filter <laughs> basically. You can download that on your Google apps. Yeah. So, yeah, and they said, like, full 90s music. So this is, like, late 90s as in 99, but it's still, it's basically, no, it's basically a mid-90s movie. because it, It's hard grasping that, like, there was all that, like, remember, like, uh, Fresh Jive? Do you remember that brand? Yes. Fresh Jive. 
and they wear porn star t-shirts yep. in at that brand. Yeah. Al- you've got the big, um, gen- oh, what the- They're all loose fitting clothes. Yes. The super terrible, is it Jenko jeans? Yeah, Jenko yeah, jeans. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like, they don't actually wear them at, yeah, but like just yep. loose jeans. Yeah. Lo- it's the loose clothes. It's, yeah. you know, like the, 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 the comfortable years yeah. of, of comfort comfort years I kind of like the to establish some of that comfort into some of today because i quite like comfort mm, i don't just need to like embrace it yeah but you look fine <laughs> uh so it fades out after all that kind of stuff and it fades back in with a shot of like a, a house and there's a pumpkin yep as it, in a Hall- uh, jack-o'-lantern a halloween pumpkin Zooms down through the yard. We see stuff like reindeers. Yeah, it's like they just haven't taken any of their like decorations in. This no, family. So they do discuss it in the next scene as well. But yeah, so you, it, it's this lovely pan up this the walkway to this nice idyllic kind of suburban house. Um, you know, there's Halloween decorations. There's sort of like reindeer decorations as well. Um, in the the window, we get a very American Gothic style. Um, uh, mannequins, with- as in the actual American Gothic painting. Yes. Yeah, the the two the the two farmers with the pitchforks. Yeah, yep. they've recreated that into like a nativity scene with jack o' lanterns on their heads. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So we've got like this nativity scene of Halloween mixed with a little bit of Christmas. Like it's like they're just into it. Yeah, they're very into it. Um. So what? And then from there it pans up, up into the second store into the bedroom. Second store, second story. Second story. <laughs> the second shop. Look, I'm 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 fast paced here, Dan. Yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> um, and then we cut to a couple, uh, an older couple, going to bed. They, yep. You know, they're doing their, they're talking about decorations. Yeah. So he's, ba- she's sort of talking. He's like, oh, I would like the decorations to look something like this. Of course, you get that quintessential flushing of the toilet. Him walking out, going, we've just decorated for Halloween. You just want to start doing this for Christmas now? Ugh. Yeah, you know, it's that that end of the. So we get the idea that the mum is kind of obsessed with with decorating for holidays, and that's why it's all up. And... She's pretty adorable too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, they decide to go to sleep. Yep. They turn the light off, and then lo and behold, up on the ceiling is so this is all like pre movie stuff. Yeah. Is uh, written in uh, what's that stuff called? Like uh, it's like, like neon paint. Neon or something. paint. You know the glow in the dark paint yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, written on the roof is "I'm under the bed." Ah. And they, like, oh, they yeah. turn on the light and she's like, look under, you know, to the husband, look under the bed. So he looks under, there's nothing under the bed. No. He's like, it's just, it's just a prank. It's probably just Anton. She's yeah. like, oh, no, Anton wouldn't do anything like that. Our sweet Anton. And he's oh. like, Anton wouldn't really get out of the house. His house is on fire. So we're already <laughs> establishing that Anton is lazy. Yeah. I like this. He's He wouldn't scoot his butt because that's. That is definite dad talk right there. Scoot his butt, yeah. Scoot his like, butt. Like swearing without swearing. <laughs> um, and now they hear a noise downstairs mm-hmm. um, and the the mum's like, go go check what, check that out, whatever it is. Yep. So the dad like get, gets his nighty on or whatever, dressing gown and goes downstairs. It's nighty. <laughs> yeah. And then we're left with the uh, the mum. Yep. It's like listening. <gasps> you know, we get a, we get a. We get a cat jump scare. Yes. Cat jumps onto the... Lovely bones. Bones of the cat. Yes. Jumps on a bit. <gasps> we all get scared and stuff like that. Yeah. So she's like, you know, she's she's stroking the cat. She decides um, she's freaking out a little bit, so she's going to pull out her knitting. She's going to start knitting and that's going to keep her a little bit calm. Yeah. Nope. But then we hear like from downstairs, we are in from her perspective, we hear a dad like, oh, you know, like <laughs> something's happening downstairs. Like, yeah. So she then has to investigate herself because, yep. like, suddenly there's something. And she's yelling out to Anton, like, Anton, there's no, there's no, you yeah. know. So she calls upstairs, like, pulls down the attic door a little bit. Because he lives in the attic, yeah. Just like, oh, Anton, no sound, no sounds. 
Um, so she, she, you know, closes it back up. She heads downstairs. Um, and then she starts chastising the husband because he, she'd asked him previously, had you blown out the candles and the jack-o'-lanterns in the window? He had not. So she's like, mm, you said you, you blew know, the candles. Right, to herself, yeah. Down the house, blows out the candles. She uh, slips on some blood. Yeah, she's on the slips down, hands in the blood, like <gasps> yeah, freaks so the fuck out. She yells for Anton again, but no kind of answer. Um, and you're like, what are you doing, Anton? You turkey. And she runs back upstairs into the bedroom. Yep. She s- sits on the side of the bed. She grabs her like you know her dial. It's the nineties. They've got dialer phones yeah. in this. She grabs the phone to call the police, and suddenly the phone is ripped out of her hands and it's blonked onto the floor. Yep. Uh, she goes to reach for the phone, and then from under the bed comes a hand, grabs her hand, and pulls her completely. We get like a, a kind of a bird's eye shot of her getting pulled under the bed. Yep. The bed kind of lifts up once and then slams down, and we get this massive like <laughs> splat of blood. blood. Like a big crunch splat as well. Yeah. Sort of, I thought that splat was really, really good. Yeah. Uh, implying, and then it like, you know, we I think we hear a bit of like, and then kind of from that splat shot, the camera pans up to the roof back to the I'm under the bed, which yep. was like, oh, yeah, I get it. Cool. Yep. It's smart. It came around. So that opening, this is the opening of the film. I got a very like trying to do a scream opening vibe from this. You know that kind of that kind of bit that's kind of like not to do with the story, but it's like a cold open. Is that what they're called? Yeah, cold open. Yes. Um, but yeah, and very, very hot. It's, it's, it's abiding by the rules of horror. You know what I mean? It's doing that kind of opening kill, the kill before the movie starts. Yeah. Just to introduce that there is killing in this film. Sets the tone. Sets the tone. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Um, Cuts to the next day. It's now morning. Uh, we've got some terrible... Music playing. I don't know. Nineties. It's like terrible nineties music. It's like not punk and it's not pop. It's like an amalgamation of both. Yeah, it's like weird American indie, I guess. Yeah, generic yeah. indie. Yeah. Um. So we pan over Anton, played by Devin Sell. He wakes up. He's he's got headphones on. He's listening. So to you're his like, headphones. oh, that's why he didn't hear him because he had, he head- had he was sleeping right. with headphones on on music, and he's like disgusted that he's like, oh, what's this? Yeah, he's what? like, oh, what is this? He turns it off and then immediately puts on. A Walkman and turns on the exact same song. Yeah, he presses play and it's the same. And, like, and then the exact yeah, same what, spot. Yeah. He's like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> that makes no sense. He's like, well, why am I listening to my nighttime Walkman when I should be listening to my daytime Walkman? Yeah. Um, so we're like, we, we, we realise why now he didn't come help. because he's, yep. he's, he's, So he starts, he gets up, he heads, head, heads downstairs. Um, and goes know, about his morning. Goes about his morning. So he's in, you know, boxer shorts and just a plain grey skivvy. Um, you know, he's asthma inhaler around his neck. Um, and then, you know, he walks past. We, we, he misses bones in the corner, licking some blood off the floor. And then we're like, oh yeah. So this, this scene's implying that he, uh, you know, he's just a... He's oblivious. Yeah, he's oblivious to what's going on in his life. You know, he sits down in front of the TV. Yeah. He gets his asthma inhaler. Yeah, well, he goes to make a bowl of cereal. Oh, he does that first. And again, he's like, oh, there's no milk. So he like lifts off his headphones. He's like, mom, we're out of milk. There's dogs like banging the, you know, thing there's a dog there, yeah. the wall. And he's, you know, goes to feed the dog. And he's like, we're out of dog food. It just reminds me of like Will Ferrell in um, Wedding Crashes where he's like, mom, the meatloaf. Yeah, like when you were younger, you just used to yell. Yeah. Like I don't yell anymore. Like, if someone's even in the next room, I go over there. But yeah, as a kid, I used to remember from one end of the house to the other going, Mom! <laughs> Mom! And then she's like, what is it? And I'm like, 
I want some water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, so he's like, he's never gotten out of that little kid phase of just yelling for his mum to do everything for him. Yeah. And that's why she's like, he's an angel. That's that's exactly right. And, you know, I guess deep down mums don't really want their little baby boys to grow up and Why would they? We're the best. So he's jumped on the couch. He's, you know, scratching his balls with a fucking back scratcher. He's, you know, clicked on the news, avoiding the fact that it's now like murder. That typical murder report, like teens have been killed. Yeah, there's, there's a killer, killer in the, the neighborhood. Loose, you know, he doesn't even know, he doesn't even notice. No, he doesn't notice. He's, no, he does notice. He just doesn't care. Yeah, he's like just goes about smoking some weed. He's, which he's got his asthma inhaler, which is a converted by like a pipe. Yeah, I like that. That's a that's a pretty good idea. So and he keeps that around his neck. Yeah. So then he uh, he realizes he's got no weed. Yep. He's like, fuck. Every stone is worst nightmare. He's dry. He's out of weed. He's dry as fuck. So he calls, he he goes on the phone, he gets on the dialer phone again, (laughs) rings someone, his mate, and Mm -hmm. he's like, yo, you're holding? And it's, you know, so it's obviously his dealer or his friend. And they're like, yeah, I'm holding. Yep. And he's like, bring me some weed over. And they're like, Come this, get it yourself. Like, this ain't Domino's, bitch. Yeah, come get it yourself. So he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he comes out of his house. He walks, you know, walks across the street. He doesn't even bother to get dressed. He's just nice. Him. He's just put his mum's pink slippies on and a jacket because it's clearly chilly outside. Yeah, so he's just got a jacket, a, a grey t-shirt, boxer shorts, and his mum's pink slippers. Yeah. He's walking across the road. And he, like, so it's, it's obviously you know, like one of those little tight communities. He knows yep. all the neighbours. There's a neighbour out working on his gigantic pickup. Like, you it's know, it's fucking huge. It's almost. It's not like it's not a monster truck, no. but it's not far off of a monster no, truck. No, I've put some wheels in it. Could be a monster truck. Yeah, um, and he's like a metal dude. Yeah, you know, he's like he's a bit older than Anton. He's like listening to Son of the Devil yeah. or something like that. You know, yeah, that's exactly. But he, they're, they're friends. He's like, yo, hey, nice outfit, man. And he's, he's like, like yep. Whatever. Yep, keeps going. So we're introduced to the metal dude. Yeah. Who's later on, Um, I think his, his name's uh, Randy. Randy, yeah. But we don't find that yet. No. So he, he walks a couple of street, uh, houses down and climbs through a basement window. In Yeah, into, into the dealer's house. A, his dealer's house. So then we get uh, Seth Green and the young dude from Mighty Ducks. Oh, that, which is, uh, so Seth Green's character is Mick. Yep. And the other dude, which is, is, uh, is Peanub. Penub. What does that mean? Is that uh, saying? There is a reference and I can't exactly put my finger on what the reference is, but yeah. Yeah, they're, so they're not dealers, they're just stoner mates. Yeah. And, like, you know, they're, they're hard 19, these, these characters. Yeah. Seth Green has got dyed black hair. Yes. Um, which I did in the 90s. Yes, we all uh, did that in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, you know, pitch black hair. Well, also, like, Seth Green's off of that really stint in Buffy as well, like, where that's where I think Seth Green got a lot of his fame was playing... The werewolf? The werewolf yeah, Buffy. Yeah, So he's just, like, you know, in there. And this is between, like, Buffy and... You know, um, Scott Evil. Yes, thank you. Yeah, from Austin Powers. Um, he's got, you know, he's got a porn star T-shirt, that brand, not as in, yeah, as in the brand porn star. Yep. He's got the big jeans, the the, the loose fucking uh, the the, zip up hoodie. Yeah, the big sweater. They're looking the part, you know. They're they're like they. The other dude is this kind of guy. You have to see him to believe him. He's yep. like one of those like football faced people. He is, yeah. He, he almost he's like pig like football. Yeah, Imagine a football with a piggy nose. Yeah. An upturned nose. He is super adorable, though. Yeah, he is I probably like the most endearing character is, in the yeah. whole film. Endearing is the correct word, I would yeah. say, yeah. Um, and he's like, yo, man, you're holding? And he goes, he goes like, no, they go, we got nothing. And he goes, you said you're holding? He goes, I didn't say what I was holding. And he grabs his dick. <laughs> Anyhow, he's made, he's made some dickheads. They're the stoners as well. 
Yeah. Like, they're, but they're still all mates, which is yeah. nice. Uh, they have they, no weed. They start talking about, oh, you know, if you combine nutmeg and yeah, oregano, uh, yeah. I hear I heard you if you combine get... nutmeg and oregano, you can get high. And I, <laughs> just basically taunting Anton. Like, yeah. Uh, which is absolutely ridiculous. And then, of course, how many people in the after seeing this film tried smoking nutmeg and oregano? I certainly did not. I have not. I um did smoke low once because we heard, me and my cousin, that you could smoke mallee root. Do you oh, know sure. the mallee bush? Yes. Yeah. Apparently, if you get the roots and smoke them, they are hollow inside. We did that for a while. Uh-huh. Nothing. 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 No. Negatory. I just smoke weed like a normal person. Yeah, I was in Sejuna. <laughs> yeah, there ain't nothing in Sejuna. <laughs> Back, this is like ni- like early 90s, Sejuna, and we were kids. Like, yeah. there was, we didn't know what was going on. No. I think we found a packet of cigarettes once. It was the best day of our life. What? <laughs> um, oh, I don't smoke, by the way. But no. yeah. anyhow, the, uh, Mick and Peanut talk a little bit about the local murders that have been happening. We're instilled that there's a murderer on, in the neighbourhood a little yeah. bit more. And, and then, Anton's pretty much like, what are you talking? He's like, don't don't you watch the news? He's like, no, I fucking hate that show. Yeah, that was a good line. I thought <laughs> like, that okay, one. Yeah. Do you know what which was really funny? Um, I kept like... Going like, I know that line really work better than other lines. And I realized because there's a local Adelaide band called Horgasm. Yep. And they use heaps of samples out of this. Oh. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah. And I, so, you know, when you hear a sample in a film, it really affects you a bit weird. Yes. Like, yeah, just like, just a whole bunch of them. Like, well, and yeah, about three of them I'd like, I was like, oh, they're samples. Ah, so it's weird. Okay. Look also, them up. Horgasm. I would like to check out this band. Yeah, they're wicked. Um, and then we get introduced, suddenly um, they're like, yo, Anton, your girlfriend's riding pet. Yeah. And then we're introduced to Jessica Alba, who plays Molly. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's riding past on a little scooter. And then, you know, Anton's uh, bedazzled with her or whatever. Bedazzled? <laughs> but, yeah. But whatever. He's bewildered. bewildered. but yeah. Bejomped. Boner. <laughs> Boned up. Whatever. <laughs> and now he's looking at her and, and then he sees like uh, that she drops off of her scooter, she drops her lyrics book in yeah. air quotes. Um, oh my god! This is like a hard rolling of my eyes right now. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> um, you so- know, Mick's like, look, you love it. Go ask her to the dance. Like, go talk. Go talk to her. Just, just say a fucking word. And you know, Anton's like, what? What do you mean the school dance? It's like, well, if you'd bothered to show up, we've got a Halloween dance. But like. Curfew, blah, 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 blah. Just, just fucking go talk to him. And then he's like, are you guys going to dance? Because no. What do we look like losers? As he is sniffing his, he puts his hand down his <laughs> pants and sniffs his, this is uh, Seth Green, sniffs his dick to see just if it stinks. The, the look on his face as he does it as well. It's like that, like. Yeah, like, he's not doing it to be funny. He's no, just like. He's just gross. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I love it. Um, That was so, uh, yeah, good, good. A dick joke. I'm always yeah. down for a bit of dick. But yes, I've never really but... seen a, like, a, a stinking dick joke, apart from that Lonely yeah. Island song where they sing about <laughs> how much his dick stinks. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Mo- Molly and uh, Anton. So Anton runs out. Like, Yeah. All right. So Pnubs was pretty much like, uh, do you want to borrow some pants there, Chief? And lends him a pair of pants and a pair of shoes. Yeah. Anton crawls out the window, putting on his clothes, runs off, and then um, Pnub pulls out a bag of weed from down the side of the couch. Yeah, and he goes, I thought you were dry or whatever. He thought you weren't holding. Yeah. And he goes, apparently I was. So they've got some weed. They had weed the whole time because they're fuckheads. (laughs) Yep. No, they actually do find it accidentally. It was just down the cushion couch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, back to Anton. He picks up Molly's book. 
uh, lyrics book. Mm-hmm. Lyrics book. Yeah. Oh man, this book is so nineties pathetic. <sighs> he's like opening it up. He's looking through it. We've got like you know the cutouts from magazine, like Dolly Doctor. <laughs> Dolly Doctor. <laughs> cutouts. You know, like you know, it's just crap, this and is, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I hate it. Um, I hate this whole, her whole character actually. I agree. Um, and yeah, so he gets to the doorbell. He rings it. He he kind of. She answers the door. He kind of, she answers the door in like, so I'm just going to say, this is the most problematic character for me. Mm-hmm. This is, she is only in this film for like, I don't even know what, it's just like, I understand in horror films you have some boobs and stuff like this, yeah. but she is the most overly sexualized. 17 year old. 17 year old, ridiculous character. Every scene she's in, like, hardly in. She, uh, just her body language is, is, she's like a nympho. Yeah. All she wants to do is just fuck. Yeah. Like, she, she answers the door here in, like, little short shorts, like, croppy top. And, like, it's not, that's fine. You can sleep in that. But she's also, she was just on a motorbike. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, when, she changed real quick. Yeah, into, like, evening wear? <laughs> Into sexy, and I was like, "What? I don't get it." Yeah. Like you've just, yeah, that didn't make sense. I, that actually is just a mistake, I think. And then she's like, not only she, how she holds herself, she's all lusty, like a like she's a prostitute working a corner on yeah. every scene. And I was just like, "Get fucked." Well, look, maybe she drops her notebook a lot, and a lot of the neighborhood boys come and bring it back to her. And this might just sound like me being a pedantic, like wow, wow, but like it just it just hit me in the face, and it made me like. Maybe it's just like, it's like what a, a teenage boy would write a girl to be like because he exactly. doesn't know anything about girls. And this yeah. is supposed to be an adult writing this film. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem Fuck. is as well, we're getting older, Dan. We're getting older and we see these things. We and see these like, people with daughters, this, not this is, fucks. Yeah, this isn't appropriate. <laughs> Wouldn't let my daughter leave the house in that. No. Yeah. Anyhow, he coward runs. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't seem to. He just, just like the... shoves the book at her and fucks off. It's great. I love it. And then we get a hard cut to a new location to Beaver in Utah <laughs> in a prison. <laughs> um, we we see a nun walking with a policeman. Yeah. She's the lady who played one of the Kill Bill, uh, one yeah, of the, the she lists. Was the Black Mamba. No, she wasn't. She was. Wait, was she? She's is Vivica A. Fox. She's in the opening sequence of of Kill Bill. She's. Yeah, she's the lady that they, the 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 one that has the daughter. Yeah. That um, you know, uh, the the bride says like, uh, you, you know, if you ever have hard feelings, it. and now she's yeah of age to actually do that, and yeah. Quentin Tarantino is not doing it apparently. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino. It was like think I think I heard he's thinking of doing it, but not with the actress. No, they want to use someone else. Zendaya, Zenya. I don't know the girl from Spider Man, the girl that played. Oh Mary yeah, Jane. Her, yeah. Why? Just use the actual actress. Anyhow. Yeah. Um, so we cut to the, she, this is a uh, nun with the policeman. She's like, oh, I'm here to see the inmate or whatever. Anyway, she comes into the inmate. We see this guy with this shocked look. He's like, an, like a big bearded man in prisons. He's behind the bars. He's not moving. He's like in like, he's, it, he's in a trance basically. In like, a trance. And we look down and see his hand is all twisted up and broken. And she's like, shit, it's gone. Yeah. And then, uh, cut to her leaving the, the. The police station, and she's just ripping her, her nun costume off, which was just a costume. She was just making out. She was a nun. She gets into a big old like camper van, Winnebago, yep, and um, and and goes off. Well, she first of all does she do? Is this where she does we the get this thing? Stupid fucking scene where she's so she's got newspaper clippings all over the Winnebago. Yeah, of like um, murders, and, and she's she's so she's clearly following the murderer that we, we yeah. hear about talking about. So she's like 
oh, the, the murder, there was a murder in Boland. So she crosses that off on the She's got a map, map on the side of the Winnebago. She's so like she, what, fever. Marks, she's crossing it off. Marks that up. She looks at it for a bit after like crossing off a couple more and she's just like, oh my God. Oh my God. Grabs a red texture and immediately draws a pentagram. Between the kill sites. That's what you would see. Also, it just. I don't know where you got that from that, but okay. That's but, like, fine. there's no relevance either to this even being anything. No, at no point does it kind of point to where Anton is that she's got to go there, but immediately she's kind of like, let's fucking haul ass because i got to go there now. That's yeah, yeah. So we've got some bad writing here. Bit of a, it was, I was written in my notes, <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> it is dumb. Like, I mean, it's it's done in a lot of different films. It's done slightly better, but hey, look, this is a horror comedy. It's uh, it's not even low budget. I can't even say it's low budget, but anyway. Yeah, it's not low budget. And that's is, this is where it, it, I think I know where they spent a lot of their money. Not on their actors. Uh, so then we cut to Anton. He's coming home from shopping. He's done the two things he needed to do. He's got some dog food and... The other thing that he yelled out for? Milk. Milk. <laughs> That's all he's got. I would, like, I'd be thinking I'd probably need some snacks. He's got a trolley, so he's one of those fuckheads that takes the trolleys home. I can't... Mm-hmm. I live in an area where every street has a trolley on it because everyone in my low socioeconomic area, they all take their trolleys home. Yeah. I don't know why. They just end up with trolleys, mm-hmm. heaps of them. And then, you know, he's taking... He's one of them. He's taking the trolley home. It's all foggy and scary for no reason in the no, middle of the day. It's not. Yes, it is the middle of the fucking day. It. Why is it foggy? Well, we're trying to. He's trying to allude to the fact that it's scary because there's a curfew because there's a killer. Yeah. They keep saying there's a curfew as well. It doesn't really seem. Anyhow, Anton gets pushed over from the side, and it's two cops, two very young cops. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the cops is the actor from People Under the Stairs. Yes. It's a fool. No, wait, not fool. For uh. It's the Roach, yep. the guy had his tongue cut off. So that yep. actor and other other, other cop is just someone else. So they're two young idiot cops mm-hmm. and they both went to school with Anton. So they're like, you know, they're, they're... They got beef with him. They're like, you know, why didn't you ever ask us to go smoke weed behind the gym? He's like, I don't know, because you're a couple of dorks. Because you guys were dorks. Yeah. Dorks? Dorks. <laughs> I love dorks. <laughs> Let's bring that back. Yeah, I know. Um, so... <laughs> They, they hassle him because, yeah. like, you know, they're basically older than him and he was still paying them out in high school. So yeah. they, they've got beef with Anton. Mm-hmm. So they, they hassle him. They, you know, they write him up a fine for littering. Well, it's funny because he's Anton basically, he's like, uh, are any of you guys holding? And he's like, what? You yeah, just I'm, asked a police officer for weed. He's like, I'm desperate. Yeah, I'm just, He's like, empty your fucking pockets. He goes, you asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's so angry at I him. like that. Um, um, yeah, well, he's a good actor, that guy. And they actually he, were, they were dickhead cops. They hated them straight away. So they were just normal pretty American much. cops. He's like, so he's emptying, he's like, empty out your pockets, mate. So he's like, these are, huh, get, joke's on you. These aren't even my pants. Because they're not? No. <laughs> I so think that would work. You know, he's pulled out some money. The cop pockets the money and he pulls out a baggie and he's like, oh, you can't, you know, it's like an empty bag. He's, he's like, smells like marijuana to me. He's like, well, you you can't you can't arrest me for an a possession bag. of a bag. So he drops the bag and he's like, littering. Maximum fine, two hundred dollars. <laughs> and then uh, and then they they fuck off. And yeah. then we cut back to Anton at home and he's making he's rolling a a joint out of the fine with a nutmeg no, and oregano. oregano. Oregano is that you say? It? A, well, I say oregano. There's um oregano. People say 
oregano, oregano, oregano. Oregano, that's the other one. You Orega- say it how you want to say it. It's true. Um, so he's drawing, you know, a jo- uh, he's drawing a big fat doobie from it. <laughs> big fat doobs. Doobs. Pine needle. Yeah. So he's hearing some some strange sounds in the house. Um, first, he smokes it. Not yet. Oh. No, he he hears some sounds and he turns off. And he's looking around. And all you can hear is like the dog next to him, like just breathing. And he just quietly puts his hands over the dog's mouth to stop. He ponks its nose. Like, like boops his nose. That bit was funny. I uh, thought that yes. was good. Um, There's some really funny moments in this film. There are. And, you know, nothing's at it. So he just chucks the TV back on, lights up, takes a. He inhales hard on this. Big old. And doesn't even just test it out. No. It's like it's like muscle uh, reflex, muscle memory. He just like. Yeah. And immediately starts coughing and hacking up. He runs into the kitchen. He's like under the sink. He's like, you know, putting water in his mouth. He sticks the um, dishwashing soap in his mouth as well. Yeah, which, yeah. Which he actually did. That scene was completely improv- improvised by Devin Sauer and it was real dish soap too. So that would have tasted. Yeah, I thought he was a good actor, actually. Actually, good out of like everyone is there. Actually, Seth, the main three actors were good. Yeah. Just yeah, heaps of stuff around them wasn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, anyhow, that's the end of that kind of scene. So he's getting... there and he decides, well, I'm in the kitchen. I'm going to make a sandwich. And we go and he's watching but some. But he's not paying attention. He's watching a hard 90s music film. Could... Um, was that Rob Zombie? No, Rob Zombie's later. Yeah. But which is a very Rob Zombie-esque thing he's watching. Yes. Uh, it's kind of like a. So he's 90s like, metal. But he pulls it. Yeah, it's very new metal. New metal. So he pulls out this massive knife as no one is going to pull out a big fucking bread knife like that to make. You like, don't know, though, because you might because he's a lazy stone. He just grabs the first true. thing. Because I remember doing dumb shit like that when I was a kid. Yeah, Liz couldn't find a knife, so she used a spatula one time. Exactly. Like, well, that's fine. Um, yeah, so he pulls out, he's making this sandwich, he's watching TV, not paying yep. attention to what he's doing, he pulls the knife out of the drawer, not noticing it's covered in blood, yep. as in dried blood. He makes the sandwich, we see it it's spread all over everything, he takes a bite of the sanger, sees the knife, yep. and then realises he's like, you know, spits out the thing, he goes, the oh, my, here. oh my god, the killer's in my house, oh <laughs> shit, the killer's in my house, why would he think that straight away? I, I, do you know what I would think? Oh, there's jam all over this. But anyhow, it doesn't matter. No. So then as soon as he does that, he's like notices that Bones is on the floor. The, the cat. little cat is eating an eyeball. Playing with an eyeball, battering it around with its paw. Yep. And then um, so that was that. And then he's like, whoa, which, you know, instills it more. Then we cut to a scene of a hallway, which I thought this scene was really funny. I fucking love it. So there's a shot of a hall. There's no yeah. one in it. And you just see the dog. <laughs> In a sitting position, slide from around the corner because Anton's pushing the dog around the corner to go first. Yes. So it's a big, like, uh, bloodhound dog. I don't think he's a bloodhound, but big, he's, big he's, dog. he's definitely a big, he's just a big pooch. He's beautiful. Big, big dog. Yeah. yeah. So he pushes the dog around the corner sitting. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Like, I was like, <laughs> it was really awkward because, you know, the dog was uh, sporting something that we didn't want the dog to sport yeah. during that time. Um, and then he's, uh, so he's sneaking through the house with the dog, um, you know, looking through the rooms. Um, yeah. So he goes to the front door and you know, trying to get out the house. He's immediately startled. So I think yeah, you can see a shadow he, that there's yeah. someone on the other side of the door. So he freaks out. He freaks out. He up runs, the stairs. runs to his be- up to his bedroom. He runs into his parents' bedroom. Yes, he does. Cause his parents is in the attic. His, his, his room's in the attic. Yeah, yes. so he runs so he into runs his mum and dad's bedroom, hides in the bed. The dog comes under the covers as well. They're hide- hiding there under the bed. Um, it's great. Yeah, he, he gets startled by something. 
Oh, he goes to like grab the phone and he knocks, like just reach his hand out, grabs the phone, knocks it off the counter, which startles him. So he comes out <gasps> and yeah. thing, sees the I'm, I'm under, the, under bed. the bed, still on the roof from when his parents got killed, thinking oh, it's for him. Yep. He got freaks out. He runs that. Uh, <laughs> runs back down, down the, the stairs, stairs. Trips on an umbrella. Falls and hits into the um, the American Gothic jack-o'-lantern. Like nativity display. They fall down. At the jack-o'-lanterns break and we reveal that it's his parents. Then they're dead. They're under there. That um, I thought that, that shot looked really cool. It did. Like when he, he falls down like in between them, mm. so backwards. So they fall down, you know, but onto their back. It's Then the, the, as the pumpkins smash, revealing their heads and he's in between them both and he looks at each side like, Mum, Dad? Yeah. Well, the mum's like missing an eye because the cat was eating the eye. I don't understand that. Um, so we're just like, whoa. Like, and it, it was just a great shot. I yeah. was like, that's sick. Yeah, no, it was. I quite enjoyed that. Um, Mick and Pnub come into the house. Because they were the ones at the front they door. They were at the front door. <laughs> um, so they come into the house and they completely disregard that there are corpses on the floor. They didn't see it. They Instead, don't really disregard they, they just focus. They're, they're like, oh. I didn't think they could play this music video anymore. Because the music clip's still going, yeah. yeah and they start dancing like it's weirdos. Some sexy lady. Oh, yeah, the dancing. I fucking loved it's it. It's wicked 90s dancing. Yes. Like, so they're just there dancing in the room, like, just going, yeah, fuck yeah, I love this this, this film clip. Um, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Because they're the best characters in the whole film. Like, without them, this film is nothing, hey? Yeah, no, I agree. 100%. Uh, anyway. <laughs> so I think, like, at one point, like, Mick also, as he realizes that, he goes, hey, asshole, someone's killed my parents. Yeah, and he, like, turns and knocks a bag of onion rings that were sat no, on the No, yeah, they the all sat there. Suddenly, Mick and Peanut realise that their parents are dead on the yeah. ground. Like, Peanut goes up and he's like, hello, to the parents and starts trying to give them Mr. CPR. Sh- Mr. Tobias, Mrs. T. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Then they suddenly, um, yeah, they re- they see, like, yeah, a bag of ears. Mm. Okay, they knock over a bag of some of, of fast food. It's like onion rings. Yeah, because they mentioned earlier on that, that these two twins got murdered at, like, the local... Um, the Safari Burger. At, Saf- at yeah, the local fast food place. They're yeah. like, two ears, the twins. Yeah, so they're two like, left ears, too. Two left ears. Um, Mick also finds a piece of fabric. Um, <laughs> this is weird. He goes like, hey, look, a clue. <laughs> <laughs> A clue? So he finds it on the floor and, you know, and then in the corner there's Ant written in blood on the floor. Ant. And he's like, what? So Were they we killed can... by Ant? Like, please don't be stupid. Just the way he responded to that was just, please don't be stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, then I realise, like, you know, they, he suddenly sees Anton with a bit ripped out his T-shirt. Shirt, so he's like. You know, goes to put the piece of fabric up against it, and he's like, "The killer was wearing your shirt." <laughs> that's, the, that's the only logical thing. But at this point, as well, we now realise that Anton has the neon glow-in-the-dark paint on his hand, on his hand that... which wasn't there before at any point throughout the movie. And he's like, "The killer was wearing me." Yes, I'm the killer. I'm the killer. Uh, Mick, uh, they all kind of go into shock. Mm-hmm. Mick goes into the kitchen. He's like, he does that crap line. I'm going to call 911. What's yep. the number again? What's the number? Yep. He goes into the kitchen and it cuts to Mick. Like, hi. He's, he's called 911. Like, hi. There's something wrong with my friend. I think he smoked some nutmeg or something. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anton comes in, he you know, rips, rips the, um, the phone out. Rips the phone out of the uh, wall and he's like, kind of, so his hand's kind of doing its own thing now. Yeah. Which I kind of felt that this scene was a little bit strange considering. 
because Anton kind of knew what he was doing at this point and he's like, nah, mate, you can't. And he got a little bit crazy with it. But then after this scene, he kind of goes on and he's like, I can't control my hair. Like, I'm trying to stop it. You got to run. Like, I love you. Whereas in this scene, he's like, I'm in here to kill you. Yeah, yeah. He was like, or maybe he was not. I think he was more going for the, like, this is a me. It's like calm a, down. Like, you need to don't, calm don't, down. Yeah, yeah. And he stuff. didn't even know his hand was going to do this stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, like, Mick starts backing away from Anton. He kind of, like, get like opens the fridge doors, like, between them. Between them. And he's like, hey, do you want a beer? He's like, like, no, thank you. No, thank you. And then, like, Anton's hand grabs the beer bottle, smashes the beer bottle. Then we hear off screen. Now, I've got a massive problem with yes, off screen kills in this movie. Yes, you do. We hear a, like, it cuts the peen up and he's like, what's that sound? Yeah. We hear this like, kill and then we have like Mick walks into uh, the living room to pee up and he's got the bottle sticking out of his head Yeah, uh, and, just... and it falls down dead onto the floor. Yeah. So we didn't even see it. And I'm like, get fucked. No. Uh, I like the bottle in the head look though. I thought it could have had blood in it. It does. You know, it doesn't. There is moments in throughout it, if you look, there's like, it's it's either blood or beer like swishing around in it. So I, I don't know if they had the budget right to do it. Right near the end all they the didn't time. though. You could yeah, see this. Okay. Maybe it could have dried up or something. Maybe. Anyhow. It's in uh, his brain now. Yeah, true, true. Uh yeah, but like, and you know, Anton comes in freaking out. He goes, Oh my god, what the fuck? You know, we've got blood all over him and stuff like that. And he's like, What the fuck's happening to me? Yeah. You know, like, why why is this happening? And then Pinar like he fucking freaks out and he goes, Oh d- dude, I'm just just gonna I'm just gonna I'm go. Just, yeah, yeah. And then like basically He's like, yeah, yeah, that's probably a good idea. And then we cut yep. like Ant, Ant, shot to Anton and his hand's moving yep. like exactly like an Evil Dead 2 when uh, Ash's hand comes to life. That yep. twitching back We're and forth. now getting this like. Twitching back and forward hand. He's like grabbing the wrist because it's like, you know, starting to move by itself. Yeah. Anyhow, like he, he jumps forward. His hand, you know, stops Peanut from leaving. And he's like, why are you doing this, Anton? He goes, it's not me. Yeah. Uh, you know, Peanut, ru- they have a chase scene through yep. the house. Peanut runs. Peanut runs. Peanut, peanut, peanut runs down into the basement, and I was like, "There's no out that down there. We don't go down there." Like, yep. So uh, you know, Anton, he's like, um, "What? Is, yeah." So he goes downstairs. He goes downstairs. He's like, "Anton, why are you doing this?" He's like, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry." Like he, he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's like, I, I'm gonna make a run for it." And he's like, "Okay," and he's like, "Well, you, you gotta let me." Gotta let me go. Yeah, like, get out of like, the way. It's fine. It's fine. It's like I can hold it a little bit longer. So Penub starts running back up the stairs. Anton, his hand, it grabs like a, a saw a blade. A circular saw blade off the wall. And he frisbees it straight up. We think just as Penub's getting to the top of the stairs, you just hear this shrink. Yeah. Now, so, and then we see Penub stop and we see the red line go around his neck and then his head. I didn't think this was the first kind of real gore we saw in the film. I think it was actually the weakest looking out of the whole film. I was like, huh. It was very composited. Yes. As in not... CG, but composited is another one. Like it was in the in between of CG where they, you know, they've green screened like a head and then like kind of had it and put it over the top of a stump and like. Yeah. It looked okay. Yeah. But it, I instantly I could tell. It I was looked like, okay for ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But later on, they really excel with their practical effects in this film. Um, yeah. So Penub's head goes rolling down the base, uh, the the steps, and just falls at um, Anton's feet. Yeah, and it's like, and then it kind of it does that thing where it changes from a, a dummy head into like his actual face on the thing. Yeah, um, it the head of the going down look, looks really good. You know, Anton then freaks out. He's in shock. He's just killed all his friends and his family. Yeah, he kind of goes into like shock trance. Like yeah. he just kind of goes down and sits on the couch, 
fucking shock, can't do anything. Um, he walks, first he walks like into, you know, a living room, like a, a center pole, just runs straight into it, like walk, doesn't even care. Like yep. he's, he's in shock. He sits down and suddenly the hand grabs the remote control and starts turning on the TV and it starts putting on scary shows. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it yep. does that, but like. And Anton, he's casually, very carefully, like takes the remote and changes From his it, hand. Puts some cartoons on, some soothing cartoons. And then they have like this remote remote war. He, and he kind of puts the cartoons on and laughs to himself. Like, he's clearly losing his yeah. mind. Like, But this scene was actually really good. So this is yeah, just Yeah, when he Devin throws Zola the remote the, and his hand catches yes. it. Yeah. So he's just there doing this on his own. And it, it looked good. It was very well acted, I thought. Yeah, so he's basically having a, a, a remote control TV war with his own yeah. hand, which, yeah. was, which was funny. Yeah. Um, he finally wins and gets his TV show. And then the bloody cat right, like, walks up. Bones. And the hand grabs the cat by the tail, swings it around its head, ditches it out the window, and the cat like flies like two blocks. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, it flies far. Um, we assume the cat is dead. I don't think it is. I'm gonna say it's not. Yeah, I didn't like that because I don't like. No. In the early mid '90s, there was a lot of like joke animal cruelty in yeah. films. I'm not a fan. I do not like animal cruelty. Anytime there is any kind of movie where there is an animal, I'm like. I do I like don't. a cat, as I mentioned before, stuck to someone's face well, this, and running this around. this was kind of more humorous because it did have that puppet cat being thrown. Yeah, it was clearly not real. Yeah, so it was just, and it had that, you know, that standard <laughs> kind of thing. So I, I can forgive that. It, but... like, it like cruises like across the skyline, like E.T. in the bike. <laughs> uh, it lands yeah. and it lands in Molly's yard. Conveniently lands in Molly's yard. Um. Yeah, so then Anton runs out to find Bones, the cat. He's like, Bones, Bones, where are you? Yeah. Because he freaks out. He loves his cat. Um, You know, he's looking. He's looking, Anton's looking disheveled. So he's, yeah, he's got, got blood all over blood him. Blood all over him. He's starting to look a little bit dirty and, like, unkempt. And, you know. All so this shit's happening, yeah. Yeah. So he's, like, he's still in his friend's pants and whatnot, you know. Yeah, yeah. He, he runs in the front her front yard to look for the cat and then the hand makes him, like, flips him over the thing and makes him press the doorbell. Yeah. Because the hand wants to find more victims to kill. Yeah. Um, and he, he um, <laughs> what does he do? He kind of, like, falls back over the balcony yeah. and she comes out and he's like, I'm just looking for my cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she comes, she answers the door and she's in her little shorty shorts, crop top and whatnot. Hang on, maybe this is that scene. No, yeah. no, she was always in. Well, the, was the first scene was she in shorty short crop top? Am no, I? Getting... I don't think she was. I think oh. she was in her biker outfit. Yeah, yeah, no, I got that completely fine. wrong. That's Sorry, fine. movie. We're okay. It doesn't. Sorry, matter. people listening. At first, she was dressed appropriately after riding. Yeah. She was in a sport. Now she's over sexualized as fuck. Yeah. And she is dumb. She yes. She invites him immediately. She invites goes, him into the house. A dirty boy on my driveway. She starts being sexy. Every woman's dream: a dirty boy on her driveway. I've written in my thing. Like Molly comes out in the most ridiculous outfit. Molly is the worst character ever. She is super dumb and oversexualized. Like, yeah, it's 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 terrible. She, I think, like I don't. I'm not a fan of the Alba. Like I know a lot of people. Rate her real high on the. I sexy think she's level. pretty. Like she's yeah. Um, because she's got baby face, she which is unfortunate. Face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she's she's just, just sort of like, why don't you? Why don't you? Ca- oh, you read? Uh, you bought my lyric book back before. Why don't you come inside and I'll give you a reward? And yeah. she basically just sexually harasses him. She basically just mounts him. Yeah. And well, she- so she invites him up and immediately into it, not into just the living room, not into the kitchen. She brings him up to her bedroom. 
and you know, I, they yeah. have like this weird interaction, and you know he starts hurting her. Yeah, because the hand starts like grabbing her and trying to hurt it, her. It like grabs her ass so hard. Yeah, yeah. She's just like she thinks it's funny. She thinks it's very yeah. Amusing. That's why he just sexually harasses her. Basically, he grabs her ass for no reason. He's met her for like ten minutes. Yeah. And she's like, "Ooh, that's bold of you. Not many men would do that." I'm like, "Oh my god, it is a like, t- a men, little kid riding you a girl." Are Seventeen. It's how many men? And I don't even want to know. Don't even want to know. Anyway. Oh my god, yep. I hated it so bad. He basically like starts hurting, and then he ties up his own hand, and she's like, <laughs> "You're kinky." Yes, yeah, so and they I was basically like, oh. start making out, so they're gonna fuck. They, do they fuck. are gonna fuck. Because she um, mentioned about ba- like a dirty boy banging her, like, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> anyhow, I problematic. guess I'm a strange. I was a strange seventeen year old because this was not me in any way, shape, or form. I cannot relate to this character. Yeah, neither can I. And now we cut to the nun lady who, uh, uh, you know. The the hunter lady I've just called her. Her name's Debbie. Yeah. Oh, really? Debbie, Debbie Liqueur. Because when ah, she arrives at liquor. the prison, he's like, Sister Liquor. She's like, it's Liqueur. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she wouldn't use her real name considering, yeah, but cool, 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 cool. We cut to her and she's just like driving real fast. It's just like, I'm going to kick evil's ass and cut back. That's all it was. It, it was just to show that she's on her way. Yeah. Vivica needed a little bit more screen time. So we're just chucking that scene in. And then we cut straight back to Anton and Molly in her room. Yeah. You know, um, her parents come home. Yeah, Molly. So she's like, fuck, you got to get out. Yeah. I don't think my parents would approve of a dirty, of a bloody dirty boy banging their daughter. And I'm like, oh, gross. Yeah, no. I don't think anyone would approve of just anyone. I'd kill just ro- him and then I would kill her. Yeah, she should have died there. Um, anyhow, they agree to go to the Halloween. She's like, you going to go to the Halloween dance? He's like, yeah, sure I am. Mm-hmm. So they sure. agree to go to the Halloween dance together. And he's like, she goes, I'll meet you at your house on the day it is. Yeah. Tomorrow night, yep. tonight or whenever it is. That's fine. Um, then we come, um, we cut back to Anton. He's in his backyard. He's buried all the bodies. So he's yep. sitting with a shovel. We, we haven't seen it. There. So we, he's buried his mum and dad. He's buried Mick and Peanut. Yeah. Um, he says he's a little illogy. Yeah. He's a googly. He's you, you googly. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, Mick, Nub, all the times that we used to sit around, smoke weed and watch TV. But then, of course, the other times where we would. Uh, that's all we did. That's I guess that's all we did. Yeah. And then we hear like suddenly, Anton. Yeah. Anton. And like he's like, Mick? And he's like, you know, he's underground. And he's like, like, get me out of here. And he goes, you're dead. He goes, he's like, no, I'm not. He goes, no, no, you hit me <laughs> yeah. pretty hard. I think yeah. I was just knocked out. And he's like, mm, could be in his face. Like, it's possible. I like your logic. Um, anyhow, yeah, the, the hand bursts out of the ground yeah. and grabs him. Um, and then we see, he, he falls back and we yeah. see... Mick rise from out of the grave. He's still got the bottle in his head. Which he looks, looks good as yeah, well. Yeah, he looks like, fucking he evil. Was, yeah, he He's was undead buried. and stuff. Then we see also like uh, the corpse of Peanut yeah. sit up without with no head. Yeah. You know, it's just a stump and it gets up and and he's like being surrounded by these undead evil zombies about to eat him and he, he gets whacked in the head by the shovel, which Peanut's corpse has. Yes. I think he just steps back as well and Peanut's he head's in the ground. He's like, hey, watch head. it, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, rude. So yeah. <laughs> rude. He gets knocked out and he wakes up in his bed, similar to how we are introduced to him at the beginning of the film. Um, and he's and like, he's oh, like, fuck, he's like God, man, that was a that was a full on dream. And he, he thinks it's all a dream. Yeah, because sure, um, his head wouldn't be throbbing or this, that, or the other. So he he puts his headphones back on, heads back downstairs as if it was any other day. 
um, he as he's walking down the stairs, you see Mick sitting on the couch in front of the TV. We see from behind, yeah. Yeah, from behind, and he's just like, oh. Dudes. Yes. Dude, they had the out. most crazy dream that I killed. And then he like, reveals, he comes around, and it reveals that, like, yeah, he, they're dead. They're undead. Yep. The corpse is sitting there without its head. Uh, Mick is there. He's got the bottle hanging out of his head. The uh, peanut's head is on the other couch, and he's throwing, throw, he's throwing cheesy poofs. Yeah, cheesy Mick's poofs throwing out. cheesy poofs into his mouth. Yeah. And they're, and uh, Anton fucking. And the body's in the kitchen trying to, like, do something. Yeah, like, like walking around like an idiot because it doesn't have a head. Um, yeah, you know. They talk about, like, so he's like, well, but. You're he dead. freaks out at first, thinking they're like they're evil, but they're like, dude, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, he's he like, goes, we were angry at first, but now we got over it because yeah, they're so lazy stoners that they they don't even keep. That's right, and they, he talks a little bit. He's like, oh, you know, um, like there was this I, light. I, you know, did he's like, well, there was a light, but well, then we thought, fuck it. I mean, he goes, are you back it from hell? He goes, are you back really to- far? He goes, are you back from hell to kill me? He goes, we didn't go to hell. We're not bad. We're, like, not we're, good, not good, we're not good. We're not bad. Yeah. He goes, there was this big light and there was like this uncool music like it's Enya play. Enya. <laughs> it's like, you know, the chick singing, come to us. Go to, to the light. And then we thought, fuck it. It was like really like far. Really far. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, they're stoning us basically. They've become undead staying on our realm just because it was too far to walk yeah. to heaven. That's fair. I like that. Yeah. Which explains why these parents are also aren't alive. Um. So they're... And then they basically start staying at Ant- at Anton's because they're like, you know, no one else's parents are dead. We're Don't gonna- be selfish, man. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then I think so. Anton's hand starts acting up, and Mick's like, "What's with the hand?" And he's like, "I don't know, man. Like my hand is just not obeying me. Like it's 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 weird. I think it's evil. Like because I think it's possessed. Like do you by the know devil. anything about Satan?" And they're like, "No, but I know someone who does." Ah. Hard cut. Safari Burger. To f- Safari Burger, to the memorial of the two p- uh, twins that died. And here we have Randy is there with his big pickup truck, the metal dude that we saw. He's pre- in his quiet right he's, shirt. With he's his another problematic character, stick this on guy. tribal tattoos. He's oh, just a... Uh, and he's a ginger, so it doesn't really help his case that much either. And he looks like the son of, like, Ned and Stacy. Yeah. If they were going to have a child. Yes. <laughs> like, um, anyhow, he, like... He's, he's hunting. Yeah, he's he's basically a fucking he's gross. He's a predator. He knows that you know at this memorial there's going to be vulnerable vulnerable girls that are upset, and he hits on one of these girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she comes up later in the film. Is that the same girl? I'm pretty just... certain it is the same girl. Yeah, there's like a pretty girl crying, and they have a you know there's some jokes. He basically hits on her, going, "Ah, oh, I know that you're like vulnerable. Maybe we should like go hang out." Right, he's basically hitting on. Let's it's go be he... vulnerable together. It's heaps problematic, eh, nowadays because this is the whole thing. Everyone's getting. You know, fucking cancelled for this, like things of just like being an absolute creep mm. to sleep with women. Mm-hmm. And this is the main. Is this supposed to be a character where, like, kind of like he ends up being not a bad character? No. So we're just supposed to like this character. We are. I we're think supposed it's... to go right, cool man, great idea. Well, because he's got this whole metal mentality, and I feel that what they perceive metal people as being is like that kind of guy. Mm. This when... is. This is a, a, the 90s, though, in the time when, you know, people used to congratulate people for donkey punching girls and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's definitely in the time. So, yeah. It just hasn't aged very well. 
<laughs> um, here's on the crying guy. Anyway, Anton blunders down the street. Ba- yep. uh, you know, he's fighting with his hand, tripping over, like, basically blundering, blunder walking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, he walks up to Randy and he's like, you gotta, you know, you gotta tell me, you know. Tell me everything you know about the devil. Yeah. He just, he, he just blurts it out. He's like, tell me everything you know about the devil. Which, um. And, you know. You know he, he has something to do with metal music or something like that. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the girl walks off and then he just gets, uh, Randy gets angry. I can't believe cock blocked me. Yeah. He's like, what? <laughs> he just gets in his big ass truck and drives through the memorial. Over all over the flowers. Over all the flowers and everything through to the drive through To get some burgers. Which I also don't think his truck would fit through that. I just don't think a metal dude would get burgers either. Well, they might. Not the kind of burgers that he was ordering as well, like the way he was doing it. He's like, oh, I'd like a, a strawberry safari shake and a Maybe apple, was... an apple pie. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, Anton runs into the burger place, runs out the back, finds a uniform. Yeah, sticks put, the hat on. T- sticks the hat on. on. He's doing this all blunderingly as well because his yeah. hand is making it hard to move around and stuff. Well, not just that. He's now in the kitchen, so his hand is like... Very excited by the yeah, fact that there are knives and deep fryers. Yep, yeah, everything. And he's just like, mm, nope. Yeah, yeah. So he None goes to that. the drive-thru and, like, you know, he orders these burgers and he goes, tell me everything you want to know about the devil. Yeah, and he's like, Anton? Anton? Like, and he goes like, dude, it's just music, man. It's just like. Yep. Uh, he goes, so he, he runs down and he's like, you know, I used to be like that. But then I started I know, but he says, my hand's doing things that I don't want it to do. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I used to be like that. I got to keep out of trouble, man. Yeah, he's like, oh, I, you know, that's why I work on the Ford. Yeah, he goes, I, and that's what he says, Idol's hands are the devil's playground. Yep. And he's like, keep myself keep busy. busy. Right. Keep busy. Great. Then we Great. Like, have a cut to Anton on the couch at home. Listening hanging, to Rob motherfucking zombie. Listening to Jen's band. Yeah. Um, Dragula's playing in the background. He's sitting on the couch knitting. Knitting. With Mick and Pnub. On either side of him. Yeah. Just kind of like looking at him judgy. Yeah, like knitting? I love this scene. Yeah, it was really funny. Um, so then all of a sudden, you know, the the young cops, because they're listening to this like music super loud. Like, yeah, Dragula is playing and it's so loud you can hear it in the streets. So they rock up and they're like, this is where the noise complains. Yeah, like, the two young is, cops that he ran into this before. Is a device. That hate him, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they walk up, they spy through the, the window, and at this point, like, because Pnub's there and his, his head is upside down in his lap, and Mick, his, his eyes which are closed. Which is in a full animatronic head. Yes. Which is wicked, which is it where is. they spent their $25 million on. <laughs> his head yes. is great looking, because there's so long, many times in this film, I was like, how did they do that? Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's an animatronic head. It's like remote control. Like, it looked good. Yeah. So this is where the practical effects, this is where some great... This is just shows that practical effects are still the fucking best, cat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so they're like, oh, well, we need to bust in. Like, Anton's yeah, no, the killer. No, but yeah, they, they look in the window and they see the two friends there and they think they're not moving because they're watching. They think they're corpses. Yep. And they're like, holy shit, Anton's the killer. Yeah, we got, we got to get the feds. He's like, nah, and take all the glory? Like, it's just Anton. Like, it's just him with two corpses. Like, what's he going to do? Like, we just go in there. Yeah, they want we'll, all the glory. They want all the glory. So they bust on in there and, um, you know, they're like, Anton, you're the killer. Put your hands up. And Pnub's like, just says something. And the cop freaks out and shoots him in the yeah, head. Yeah, the Pnub's head, yeah. is like, hey, chill out. He's like, oh, and he yeah. shoots him in the in the head. But he's like, ow, <laughs> like in his forehead. Because <laughs> that was like, that was another one where I was like, that looks really good. Because I think they actually shot that head. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, that looks wicked. And I, yeah. how did they do that? Like, but no, yeah. Uh, 
it looked really good. And Anton's still, he's still knitting the yeah, whole time. They're the, like, this put whole down the knitting time. Thing. This whole like, time he's still knitting. And Mix is like, just kill him. Just kill him. He's yeah, because like, he's a corpse. He doesn't care. He's like, Meh, kill them. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no. He's I don't like, want to no, kill. No, I can't. He's like, oh, we're going to. He's like, if you don't kill them, they're going to put you in jail. And he's like, wait, yeah, jail. Jail. I want to go to jail. Yep. Take me to yeah, jail. Yeah, jail. Sell. I'll be put away. I can't hurt anyone. <laughs> so he's like, arrest like, me. And they're like, put down me. the knitting needles. He's like, I can't. He's like, I, I literally can't put them down. And they're like, put down the knitting needles. He's like, cuff me. And then we and they got this, their like, guns out, like pointed at him. Yeah. Yeah, and just as one of the cops gets so close and it's just like it builds, it escalates and Anton rips, like the hand rips out one of those needles and just shoves it straight through the cop's it ear. It also looked really it good. It looked great because it goes through his ear out of his other ear. Yeah, how did they do that one? That was a good one, eh? I, it looked I'm, good. I'm still trying to, maybe that was an animatronic head. Maybe. Anyhow, it looked really good. It mm-hmm. looked better than Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, so uh, he goes, at this point, he's grabbed the taser out of his holster and tasers the other cop. In the face. In the face. And tasers him until his head catches, his face catches on fire. He does like a little old... Yeah. <laughs> and it's just kind of like like burning and popping and great. It looked really good. Um, they both fall down. They're dead. And Mick and Penab are just like super impressed. They're kind of like, oh, yes, very good. Slow clapping, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, cool. they're like, they're, they're so, they don't care about murder anymore because no, they're, they're murdered. They're, they're undead. Dead. And yeah, so Anton freaks out. He, he goes, closes up all the house. He like shuts the door. He closes all the window and he's just like. And he's like, and uh, he goes like, he decides, basically he decides to cut his hand off. Yeah. Because like that, that'll help. It's not he, on me anymore. I can't like, hurt anyone. Has He's looking at his hand. He just like gets this idea and he goes off to the kitchen. And Mick kind of has this concern. He's like, hmm. Huh. Get he's your like, head. Get your head. Let's, and they <laughs> follow him into the kitchen. Um, they plop. Uh, Nub's head down on the counter, which always looks great. Because it's an animatronic head. It always looks great. Anton has his hand in a bagel guillotine, which I've didn't I even know didn't exist. know they existed, but of course they fucking do. And he's like... What well, does it do? Just cut open your bagel? It cuts your bagels. But even Penub says, he's like, what are you going to do? They don't even cut my they bagels. They don't even cut my bagels, man. And he's like, Anton, like, you know, Mix, like, oh, Anton, you got to think about this. Like, what what about your left hand? Like, if you cut off this hand, how are you going to cut off your left hand? He's like, oh, no, the left hand's a keeper, you know. I light up, I change yeah, the I use mode, it. I relieve some tension. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, that one's not idle. That's the thing. Yeah. So then um, he, obviously, he slams down on the bagel. It, it, it does just nothing. Bends. It, it just, just bends does nothing. the thing. And he's like, oh, grab grab the, the electric the electric knife. Yeah. So Mick goes over and this is my favorite thing in the in the film. And he walks over. He and turns he it on and goes like, like <laughs> <laughs> gets all excited. He turns it on. He's like, he's like, oh, oh, look at me, I'm Leatherface. And as he's like racing out, he like obviously unplugs itself and it just turns off. I'm like, and they're like, good one, Mick. I'm like, why don't you just plug it in closer? Plug it back in. Yeah, I know. You know that didn't work. No. So then uh, Anton gets a cleaver out of the drawer, which is right near him, which he probably should have started with. <laughs> And he goes to cleaver down on his hand. And, of course, his hand moves. Yeah. And then there's this back and forward scene of him trying to yep. clear off his hand. His just hand's moving hand. around like a fast spider on the... Oh, yep. His hand's still attached to his arm. Yeah. And Mick just turns and he's like, you missed. Yeah. After all that. Anyhow, um, Peanut's head, he he grabs his hand. He's like, Peanut, bite down like, on this. So he gets Peanut to bite down on his arm with his severed head on the thing. And then he like, you see, you know, like a down onto it. Yeah. Anton chops off his hand. We don't see it. No. It's another off-screen thing. But we do see the like the stump splurting yep. out blood everywhere. Mm-hmm. 
and like you know he's yelling and like yeah, Pinup's like oh you skim like a girl. <laughs> yep. Mick runs off. He brings in an iron which has clearly been sitting there this whole time on because immediately cauterizes the the wound. He sticks the iron onto the the bloody yeah, stump. Yeah, that's actually sickened me a bit. And he's just like, we've got to stop the bleeding, man. Like you know, and I'm like, mm, okay, sure. Yeah. Um. Then Peanut go. Peanut and Mick are like we got to go get some bandages from Peanut's house and yep. some antiseptic or whatever, and yep. they leave. And then Anton's sitting there like. He's relaxed And a suddenly bit. he realises, where's the hand? Yeah. And he looks on the ground and scratched in the ground in blood. His bad move, Anton, which mm. didn't have a comma, which means it's just like, <laughs> which is just like. Oh, that's what you're going to pull apart? Yeah. Bad move, Anton. <laughs> um, anyhow. So Anton, he grabs a cleaver and he starts. Searching he his starts own searching. house. He's, he, he's cautiously. He's got a plastic bag around his hand. It's like, like a target bag. I love it's it. It's a target bag with a rubber band around it. So yep. they didn't have to. Obviously, he's, you know, for the effects, so they can just have his hand behind his back in the jacket and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's fine. The doorbell Wait ring. Up. Doorbell rings. It's Molly. She's there in an angel costume because, of course, she is, which is basically like a nightgown. So a very short, white negligee with a halo the headband on her head yeah it's basically yeah i'm a sexy angel <laughs> i'm a naughty angel yeah she is a naughty angel um so there's this point like you know anton's like uh don't come in i'll, I'll, I'll be out in a minute kind of thing um you know he's still searching around and there's blood blood's now dripping from the roof and he's like oh he looks up, the hand comes down, falls on his face. Um, it's like crawling all over his face. So, I mean, as much as you say you don't need a hand person, this looks good. Yeah, The did. hand through this looks really good. Meanwhile, she's banging on the door. She's starting to look like, Anton, you know, I'm cold out the here. side My- hip, the arms folded, the stumpy foot. She's she's being a woman. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, you know, Anton grabs the hand. He puts it in the, the microwave. Shoves it in the microwave. He like, gremlins it. Yeah, he gremlins it, and it, it looks good. Yeah, so it's it popping, like squirting out the fingers, to bubble, and like yeah, little. So it's really good because like little veins are clearly starting. Because like I know that when I cut like um I cut the tip of my finger off, and it was just like over this one particular little vein, and if I pressed down on it, it would just squirt out. Oh really? Which was fucking hilarious. Which is exactly what this was doing. While it was bubbling and pulsating before it inevitably exploded. <laughs> Looked good. It was great. It's great. Uh, mm. So then Anton's, he's happy with that. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> suck it. So yeah, he, um, he decides to answer the door. Yep. And he's like, he's still dressed in the, so all this whole time he's still dressed as a fast food employee. Yep. And he's got no hand and he's just like, she's like, what are you dressed as? And he's like, a fast food employee that cut off his own hand? Yeah. Duh. Sure. Um, she gives him the, you know, well, I appreciate the detail, but I really don't like to be kept waiting. So you, if you needed more time, you should have called me. I know. I kill yourself. Wind. Yeah. They walk off to the, uh, the dance at the same time, just afterwards, Mick and Peanut return with the bandages and stuff. And they're just like, oh, he's gone. Yep. Um, they've also come back with microwave burritos. And like, yeah, we got microwave burritos. <laughs> and then like, cause they're like. Uh, Peanut's talking, he's holding his head the whole time. And he's yeah. like, Nick's like, I can't handle this. I've got to fix yeah. this. So he gets the head 
sticks. He gets like a barbecue fork, you know, yeah. those big like giant forks yeah. that he uses on barbecue. Sticks that into the stump of the head, and he's like, "Hey!" Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 and then sh- shoves the, the 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 handle end down into the bloody stump of Peanut's body, like yeah. attaching his head to the and top. It's, of- it's well done as well because, like, it's you're just hearing these like. Yeah, um, I really like that, and because it's the animatronic heads like, as well. Like you know, when he shoves it in there, it's like, like yeah. And I, I rewound and looked at like the face, and I'm like, if you pause it, you can see it. But how they yeah. do it is really good. Like, yeah. Um, so now, um, for the sake of you know, to save money on effects and stuff like that, they've uh, they've they've put his head yeah onto on his, his body. body. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, and like, cool. That's fine. And then good? they uh, they decide to make microwave burritos, and they yeah. go to like the microwave, and it's all bloody. And it's like, yeah. oh, gross. Maybe we should clean it. And Mick's like, yeah, maybe we should clean the whole fucking house. Yes, idiot. It's like this isn't our problem. Yeah, but that is a stock standard like response. I'm pretty certain my brothers would have given that response at some point. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they open the microwave and, and the hand immediately just comes flying out. Flying out. the hand can fly now, apparently. Well, the hand, yeah, it just has like, it has its own demonic physics. Yeah. Well, it clearly does. Because yes. like for some reason, later on in the film, it's like, it's got weight and heaviness and can fight people. And I'm like, but it's a hand. Yeah. It's got no density yep. anyhow anyway we let we let that go because it's demonic um, that's right so then they just like uh, watch it fly out the window and they kind of like yeah back to burritos in the microwave yeah then we cut back to anton and molly um uh they're about to go into the dance well they're still down the road they're not they've not gotten that far down the road yeah like- he's just like he's all like I look. I, I got to go back home. Like I just like I've left a huge mess. My parents are gonna be home soon. If they find it, like I'm gonna be in so much like, trouble. I'll meet you at the dance later. He's like, I'll, I'll be there. She's like, you're not gonna stand me up, are you? And he's like, no, baby, I'd never stand you up. Mm. Um. So yeah, he's worried about the hand in yep. the microwave. Um. Back to um the house. Mick's got the first burrito out of the microwave, and he's kind of looking at it, and he's like. No, you take the first one. He yeah, no, he, like, he wants to thing. see how uh, he's going to eat with it. Yeah. yeah. You know, his head attached by a Yeah, a so, you know, Pranav unwraps it, sticks, like, takes a bite, and he's just like, ah, shit, my mouth. It burns. He's like, okay. And immediately. When he it, swallows. It, yeah, yeah, he swallows, and it immediately starts coming out of his. Um, Where his head's attached. His, yeah. His stump, like. Yeah, from it's the, coming out from the, the cut in his neck. Um, So I'm guessing it was a mixture of. Blood, because it just looked like tar, but it was clearly like refried beans or something. It was gross. It was gross. It looked good. Yeah, yeah. I love so it. He, and then like Mick's like, I think I can help you with I that. Think I can help you with that. So he goes over, finds out like conveniently the giant thing of gaffer tape just like in arm's reach of him. Yeah. He tapes around his head and he's like, hmm, cool. Yeah. And I'm like, now there's, now they really don't have to even have to have the cutting effect. They've just got a bit of tape around That's his right. neck. But they've still got effects on them. Like they're, they're undead. They've got like veins yeah. all coming out. They're looking like they're, you know, decomposing a bit, you know. Yeah, and they're dirty. They've been in the ground. So they're not like just clean. Yeah, their eyes are all like got blood all around the edges mm-hmm. of them and stuff. Like, yeah, so they still look good. But that, that was a, 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 a way where they're just like, you know, we can't keep doing these effects yeah. all day. And yeah. I reckon that might have been put in afterwards. Like as in like that's all doing it. Like let's just tape it up. Yeah. Quite possibly. Um 
Anton comes running into the house and he's just like, no, 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 don't open the microwave, don't open the microwave. And just as Mick's opening it up, he's like, um, dude, I'm sorry that we only had two burritos. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, the hand, <laughs> the hand was in there, you fucking idiots. And at this point, they, they're starting to feel a bit um, underappreciated. Yeah. Because like, Anton is just freaking out and blaming them and getting angry because he's like, under so much pressure and stress. And, yeah. And they're just like stoners. Like, you know, when there's an actual problem happening, they're just like... Chill out, dude. Yeah. But I mean, to cool be fair, it. like they came walking in and they're like, Anton, we've got first aid kit. We've got antiseptic. We've got bandages. It's the ouch free kind. Yeah. It's like they're clearly being thoughtful people. Yeah. But they're just idiots. Yeah. They're, they're just stoners. I love it. They're adorable. Um, And, and then we, I, we after they have that argument, it cut, we get a quick shot of cut to the hand as ro- walking along the road. Yeah. The hand is now walking along the road. It's not flying. It's walking. I think it wasn't flying at first. It was just a it was just a flying leap. Sure. <laughs> yep. Uh, the, the hands like you know on the road again, like cruising down the road. He's all right. He's fine. Making my way downtown. Walking and then we cut to Randy at the bowling alley. And do you know what I got from this scene? Nothing. Randy really does a lot of things. <laughs> it's like he has a full. Oh, he's he's he's, he's, a, he's out in the community. He's bowling. <laughs> He's fixing up his car. He's going to memorials. Getting uh, he, he's not just a dude. Like he doesn't just drink and like he said. He goes, I used to be like that, but now he's I, doing I, things. Yeah, as he's I said, keeping he, busy. Yeah, he's out bowling with his friends. Yep, <laughs> who are in high school? Are they? Well, they are because they're going to the dance. Oh yeah. So this so that, is like an unnecessary scene, but also slightly necessary to set up a scene that also is kind of not necessary. No, this is a necessary. Scene. So he, we see these two of, of Randy's friends, unnamed characters, doesn't matter. So it's a guy and a girl, another metal pair. They're like, oh, dude, we got to go get a costume for the dance. They leave. Yeah. So he's by himself. He goes, who am I going to bowl with? He sees um, Hunter Lady. Debbie. Debbie. For some reason, she's at the bowling alley. She's checking out everyone's hands and maybe yeah. like to see, like you know, she's looking for the devil hand and he's just like. Hey, baby. Yeah. He basically hits on her. She's like, sure, I'll, I'll take, oh, oh, you know. Yeah. I'll take the bait. She's kind of into it. She's like, bit. she likes his forwardness and she's a hard-ass demon killer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and uh, she tells him um, exactly why. She goes like, what are you doing in town? She goes, you really want to know? And she actually just tells him. And he's yeah. like, he goes, whoa, weird. My friend Anton said his hand was doing things he didn't want it to do. <laughs> and she goes, fucking take me to him now. And that's how, that's how she gets on, on the track of it. He Anton. calls her kitten a lot, which is so strange. Whoa, whoa, slow he's down, like, kitten. He's up there, kitten. Yeah, yeah. This guy was freaked. You freaked. <laughs> um, yeah, some weird. Anyhow. Yeah, so she basically, she's like, I've got the one thing that can fucking stop this. Yeah, she, re- she relays her whole mission to him. She goes, I have the secret dagger. So it has I come to be done from bef- like a long line of druid things. Druids, they always mentioned. Yep. Um, and he goes, oh, we got three hours. Is that now? No, that was later. That was a little bit later. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're like, take me to him. So now we know that she is a demon hunter. Yep. She has a sacrificial dagger that to kill this evil, etc., etc. It's It actually kind of, it was almost... I think it was trying to piss take that whole like person coming in and helping the helper, yep. but they didn't quite do it funny enough. No, it didn't. I think because Vivica A. Fox is a very, I mean, she did the job okay, but I don't foresee her as someone who is a little bit uh, goofy. Like I no. feel that this film's a little bit more comedic and she was still playing she's the all, role very seriously. She's very action, yeah. action movie. Which is yeah. why she's in that. Kill Bill. Yeah. Kubu. Um, um, so yeah, um, Randy and the hunter lady, I can't remember. I've just called her hunter lady. That's 
uh, they get in uh, his big truck and they drive. No, they get in her van and they drive to Anton's. Yeah. At the end of that scene. Then we cut back to Mick and Peanub and Anton. Um, I was going to call them the gang because yep. I can't be bothered saying them. Uh, they go to the dance because uh, they're after. They somehow realize now. Oh, well, Anton's outside and he somehow moves a tree branch to reveal she's mine written in blood on the fence. Yeah, so now they know so that. Like, now we've got to go to the dance. Yeah, now they know that the hand is after Molly yep. for some fucking reason. Fine, yep. whatever. Fine, it, it gives them a reason to go to the dance. Um, they so that the, the the gang runs outside. They run into Randy's truck. Yep, his big ass truck. As Randy and the demon lady are rocking up, and he's like, "That's them there. They're still in my truck." Yeah, like uh, he's like, "She goes, I'm gonna go out and talk to them." He goes, "Don't let them steal my truck." Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they um get in the truck. They basically reverse straight out without looking and hit straight into her, but they don't notice that. They yeah. knock, and knock her out. They're like, what was that? I don't know. Who cares? cares? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> they're stoners. They don't care. She flies so fucking far. Yeah, it would have well. killed her. No. Yeah. Something like that would have. Mm, yeah, anyway. Um, and then, then that's uh, the yeah, end yeah, of yeah. it. We get this really weird, problematic Randy moment. No, that's later. First, it cuts to after that. They drive off and it cuts to Randy's friends. Does it? I think. Right up. No, no. So like oh, yeah, she's, yeah. he goes to give her. Mouth so he's to mouth. there. He goes to her, and he's like, he just does this weird like. He like looks both ways of who's around. watching. Like yeah, like I'm gonna do something dastardly. But he just gives her mouth to mouth. Like if he was gonna grab a titty or something like that, then he'd be looking around. But he gives her mouth to mouth. It's not. I think he just he just is such a, a a doofus that he sees the idea of like giving mouth to mouth as like making out with her. Yeah, like he's he's keen for whatever he's doing. Yeah, cool. Anyway. Um. So then now we cut to car. Randy's friends uh, making out in a car before the dance. Yeah. Um, the car's I, getting all foggy. They've got their kiss makeup on. So, you know. And then you see the hand crawl down the windscreen like a huntsman's do. Yes. When you're, I remember being at drive-ins and huntsman's like trapping us in the car. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the hand, I, they, they went out the window because supposedly they're hot. Yeah, you know, she's like, hand- oh, I'm sweating off my makeup. Wind down the window. So he winds down the window. The hand crawls into the window. They don't notice. She gets her fucking jugs out, her uddocks. And, um, you know, gratuitous boob shot. She clearly like, yeah, I'll be in, I'll show tits. Yeah. I mean, I, they kind of look fake. Not that I'm judging. Like if you want to have, if you want fake boobs, like you have fake boobs. They're lovely boobs. Yeah. I'm going to say. She had no name, but she had, has been in a film when you don't have a name, but you have your tits out. I'm like, kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, anyhow, the boyfriend's like eating her out and yeah. then grabbing her boobs, but then the hand comes up as well and starts grabbing her boobs. So now there's like three hands grabbing, grabbing two some, boobs. some titties. Yeah, she looks down. Uh, she looks down, she screams. She sees the hand, she screams. It immediately grabs her neck breaks and it her just neck. starts like crushing till she snaps her neck. Yeah, I did, like I said, I don't know how this gets like the, the force and pressure, yeah. but it's fine. He then, uh, the hand then grabs the we, other we, dude. Yeah, it kind of like, it cuts out from inside the, outside the car. He goes to, and we see him getting like smashed from inside the car. Yeah. Blood splats on the windscreen kind of thing. Kind of like an off-screen kill. Yeah. Um, so then the, the, the gang This is up. outside the dance. Yes. It's not this in a driving. This is in the gym, gymnasium car park. Yeah, because uh, I mentioned driving before. That was yeah. just me in a driving. It wasn't in the driving. Uh, yeah, Anton, Mick, Peanut, the whole gang, they rock up out the front and they see, like, you know, the carnage of these two. Yeah. I think, like, 
Peanut goes, oh, what a waste. And he goes, what, you knew him? No, I was talking about that tail. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Gross. He's... More uh, a yeah. bit of misogyny. Yeah. Just um, they're teenage boys. All they can think anyway. about is uh, ass. That's true. Cut to the dance. Yeah. We have Offspring yes. playing a Ramon song. Yes. <laughs> well, they did the, to be fair, like, because um, they're playing the I Want to Be Sedated song. Um, but that was also, they had done... I think that year it was, there was a, a release and it was a tribute to the Ramones album. So, like, a lot of different bands did Oh, yeah, yeah. Ramones was that their song? That, that was the song, yeah. Anyhow, the Ramon, uh, the Offspring, the band. Yes. Uh, Frontman Dexter Holland, I yes. think that's his name. Yep. Um, I actually remember that from my memory. I didn't look that up. Yep. They're playing on the stage. There's, like, you know, there's, like, a million people dancing. Yeah. Molly and a friend, which was previously the girl that was crying at the I'm funeral. I'm pretty certain it is. Uh, Molly's dressed as an angel. The friend's dressed as a devil. They're um, dancing. Molly is totally uh, inappropriately dancing. She's sexy dancing to punk music. She's in her own fucking world. Like, she... This is Molly's world and we all just seem to exist around her. And well, her she's so pretty that she's unique probably... Unique dancing, her, you know, yeah. her unique indie We're supposed to like her, but she's playing the girl who lives in her own world because she's so pretty. Everyone does what she says in that. And I'm like... Why would anyone like her? Like, but, no. oh, yeah, yeah. So that, uh, anyhow, Peanut and uh, uh, Mick yep. go into the dance and they're like, dude, we're probably going to win best costume. <laughs> Cause like, and then it's like, chicks dig winners. Yeah. This is Peanut, but he's always endearing. He's kind of cool the whole yeah, way through. I love him. And yeah, he, um, yeah, straight away he talks to the devil girl and she's yep. like, great costume. He goes, yeah, Anton made it for us. Yeah. He's like, Based on my designs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's just trying to get a little bit in. She's anyway, like, she she shines onto him because yeah. like, he's got confidence. He's finally come out of the house. He's not a stoner. He's not like smoking the weed. And like, you know, he goes off with her and starts dancing and having a fun time at the prom. Meanwhile, Mix doesn't want a bar of it. No, he's like, He kind of tries to hit on girls if he doesn't so shit. And they're just like, fuck off, cunt. <laughs> get the fuck out. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's happening. Then we cut to the principal's office. So the principal is at night time now. The principal's in his office and he is calling a sex line. Uh-huh. Um, He's complaining because his credit card's not working for the sex line. Yep. Yeah, okay. I didn't need that in this, there. Didn't, nope. Yeah, the hand, you know, he gets onto his, like, you know, sex line. He's, he's sex talking to her. He's like, oh, yeah, I can feel you. We see the hand run up his trouser leg and he goes, oh, I actually can feel you. Yeah. And bursts out of his, like, his pants. flies. Yeah. And then yell off-screen kill again. Yeah. Don't see what happens to that guy. And I'm like, come on, guys. And I've got a feeling they were having monetary problems, eh? Because how much the film was costing, it costed. I reckon they were running low on a budget. Quite possibly, yeah. And it's not like they had any... At this point, it was not big names. So, like, Devin Sower was kind of... This was him as he was about to leave Hollywood. Mm. Because he left for a bit. He stopped acting. And this was, like, his way of getting out of that, like pretty boy leading man kind of thing because it wasn't him. Yep. Anyway. Um, anyway, uh, Randy and the uh, hunter lady, Debbie, whatever her name is, they rock up to the dance. Yeah, they're hot in the heels. They're hot That's in the heels. They're, they're close by. Um, then like, they're, they're, so they kind of go inside and she, the hunter lady runs into Anton in the school hall because he's looking for the hand still. He's like checking all the, the holes and shit. And then she basically says, like, oh, thank God you're here. And she goes, like, I know how to stop it. And then she basically pulls out a dagger and goes, you have to die. Like, the host of evil must die. So her, her solution is to just kill him. Kill him. 
they rumble. So they, they have like a bit of a fight and like Randy's offside. He's like, whoa, this is, yeah. he's, he's enjoying himself. Yeah. At first um, he's like, yeah, kick his ass. And then he realizes he's trying to kill him. He's like, maybe it's a bit extreme, kitten. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yuck, yuck. Um, yeah. And then, um, and then he's like, no, no, no. It's like, I, I cut it off. I, I cut goes, it off. It's fine. She goes like, you fucking idiot. You've, You've let, let the You doomed us all. Be. And um, this is where she gets to, like, uh, goes like in three, it, at, it at midnight, yeah. it's going to sacrifice. It, it, you know, it, it chooses a sacrifice, which is your girlfriend. And at midnight, it's going to do it. It's three hours till midnight. It's not druid time. She's like, flips up her druid watch yeah. to reveal that it's like, and druid time. Five minutes. It's like five minutes six to minutes midnight. Till, yeah. Uh, no, like, it's like, I think it's six minutes. It's it like, six minutes. It's the song. It's like yeah. the, whatever that Mind Maiden song is. Yes. It's six minutes to midnight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we also get this really cool um, sort of cutscene of the the hand is in a classroom and it's like sharpening its fingers. So it's sharpening down the fingers to, to the, the bone, bone to which didn't actually really... come into play ever again. No, but that's um, fine. it still looked good. It, yeah, and also they uh, the lady uh, the killer lady's going. It's gonna take. It's gonna drag your girlfriend to hell. Yeah. and I don't know. Is that it? Like. Yeah. It's not going to like unleash hell on the world or anything. It's just going to, no, and then just, disappear. That's it. If Molly dies, it's not the worst of, no. of the world. No, and time would probably be better off. You know, everyone, all the characters now are all in the dance hall. Yeah. So the offspring's playing some more. Nub's now making out with the devil girl, and, and he's just like, "Oh, careful! It's kind of loose." Yeah, it's my like head, head. Yeah, as in a Mick's joke. But absolutely it. disgusted. He's like, "You're dead. This is illegal." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's fine. You um, know, Anton runs up on the stage with Offspring, pushes Dexter Holland over and goes like, basically gets on the mic and goes, I chopped off my hand. It's all coming to kill you all. He's like, everybody needs to go home. You need to go home. So he's, while he's having his crazy man speech, like the hand is locking doors and breaking locks off. Yeah, yeah. Trapping everyone trapping in the hall. Trapping everyone in the hall. For uh, Carrie, Carrie style. Yep. Yep. Uh, and you know, Dexter Holland like pushes him out. He goes, get out of here, get kid. Get out of here, kid. He goes, it's time to rock it. And as like, he's about to start singing, the hand comes down, yep. grabs Dexter Holland by the hair and scalps him, oh, like pulls the top of his good. head off. It looks so good. It like, good. On-screen kills, guys. Yep. Maybe that's your idea of how that's you make right. your film better. Yeah. So they obviously know what they're doing with their gore. The people who worked on the gore in this film, like the animatronic heads, the mm-hmm. corpses, like all the uh, practical effects are great. Mm. And I think that's what everyone remembers in this film and the stoner humour. That's yes. why everyone's like, I love that film. Yeah, well, that's exactly what you remember. It's like, oh, what what are the two things you remember about um, Se- Idle yeah, Hands? Seth like, Green and the violence. Yes, exactly. Um, of course, now this has happened. Like, he's Dexter Holland's now dead, and then we get... The crowd panics. Chaos. Carrie-style chaos. Everyone's, like, running over each other. They're trying to get out. Randy's been knocked to the floor. You know, Penub and Mika just sort of sitting at a table, like, unfazed by all of this. No, they kind of get a bit dis- disheveled by it because he was like, man, I'm scoring Yeah, he was, but he was like, I was going to score. I was going to get lucky. Is that, no. Nah. Yeah, yeah. So they're actually just there. They're not even like, they're just sitting down with a glass of punch at a yeah. table just, and everyone's running around. Yeah. Um, you know, the hand does stuff like it drops some lights on some people, some rigging from the roof, kills a yeah. couple of people. Um, and then Molly and her friend, yes, the devil girl who had a name. I, can't, I, know, I just call her the friend. I think it was Tony or Tonya. Tonya. It's Tonya. Tonya. 
um, they jump into an air vent yeah. uh, to try and get out, and they're crawling through the air ducts. Yeah, she's like, well, you want to stay out here and die, or do you want to go in here? I'm like, mm. Yep, but unfortunately the hand follows them into the air duct. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they like Molly, and this is a Molly and friend scene. Yep. Molly and friend come to an opening out of the air duct. It's like a big, on the floor, it's like a, a big uh, fan. Like a big giant metal fan. This is a huge, like, okay, so the vents Exhaust are fan. massive. And then this industrial fan is also seemingly, we're in a Let, high school gym, Does is it? Maybe there's it some. It seems excessive. Lots of sweaty boys in there. Oh, well, this is. You true. know, they're stinky winkies, those kids. <laughs> Maybe uh, you need an industrial, like, child de stinker. Maybe. Anyhow, it's fine. Yeah. We know. That this thing is going to come into play. It's a gigantic metal fan. Like, yep. whoa, 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 whoa. We're trapped. The devil girl, Tonya, she starts freaking out. She's like, we're going to die in here. This is. She's like, no, we're not. We're not going to die in here. Give me your shoe. Molly suddenly becomes resourceful. Uh-huh. Wedges uh, the girl's shoe into the fan, which momentarily stops it. It's like... Um, she grabs the devil girl's whip, ties it up through the fan, and she... You know, uh, Indiana Jones is down through the fan into the hallways of... Because this fan was just straight into the hallway, like this gigantic yeah. fan. Like, anyhow, um, Devil Girl's still freaking up up, up there. Does this, this keep going here? Like, Yeah, so we then get a cut of uh, Pnub and Mick. They are now in the vents for some reason. They're talking about, I don't know why they're in the vents. There is no need. Yeah, they don't even see them go in there. No, so they're just in the vents. And I think there talking... was a scene that maybe got cut. I, yeah, I feel that there was a lot of deleted scenes. Um, so they're just sort of talking and they hear... I think Mick, his his bottle gets stuck on a thing. So he's like, oh, oh, this is... This is awkward. This is awkward. So his bottle's like stuck between a little like crack in the... They pop the, him out. It was yeah. not really in there for any reason. No. And then they hear screaming and he's like, that's Tanya. Let's go rescue her. So then they go off towards um, the fan to where to Tanya and fucking Maybe Molly Tanya's in there still and she's like, come down. She's like, I can't like, come I can't down. Anyhow, the, for some reason, the rope gets lifted up. Yeah. And she's like, why did you pull the rope up? She goes, I did it. And then suddenly she gets pushed down. The rope's suddenly in a noose. Yep. And now Tonya, Devil Girl, is hanging by her neck. Yeah. Like with the rope through the thing. And then the the dastardly hand pulls out the shoe, starting the fan again, which rips Tonya back up into the fan and splats it. Once again, off-screen kill. We just see like Molly's reaction with blood hit her and Mm -hmm. that's the end. Yep. Um... Then we cut back to Peanut and Mick in the vents. They come to that room and it is caked in Tonya. Yep. And it, it, she's everywhere. Like, blood everywhere. There's gore. There's bits of her costume hanging down. And then he's like, and, and Peanut's shattered. He's, he's like, man, he's I was going to get some. And he goes, well, you still can get a piece. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, like, if you, you want a piece. Want to go back and get a piece of her? And like, so that's the whole scene was done for that joke. Yep. Um, Molly goes to walk into the art room and is immediately um, knocked out. Yeah. She just gets smashed in the back of her head with a... A, a vase? A vase or something. Uh, I didn't, the... even, didn't even see it. Did it drop on it her? It dropped on her head. So yeah. obviously the hand is above. Waiting for her to go into that room? Doesn't make sense. Who cares? This film's yeah. not making any sense. It really like, it kind of jumps the shark at the end of this film, I, apart from some scenes are really good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Anton comes into the art room and he's he's looking for Molly. So he's like, Molly, where are you? Like, what's going on? Um, we get this puppet, this little so we're in the art room white that, puppet. Yeah, everyone's made puppets, obviously, in art class. And then, yeah, we see this puppet, like, look around. Yeah. 
So we're like, okay, the puppet's possessed. Um, Anton, no, the hand's in the puppet. Yeah. It's not possessed. It's possessed by the hand of the puppet. Who'd call um, it possessed? So Anton... I don't uh, possess puppets when I put my hands in them. <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, dear. Um, so they start, uh, they have a bit of a rumble. He's, he's like, attacks the puppet. And yeah, and then it's turned into, like, it's not a hand anymore. They're just like, fuck it. Let's yeah. just not do the effect anymore. Let's just have it's, him fighting a puppet. Yeah, it's clearly more expensive to have this magician on set doing the hand movements or whatever. Um, and because he's got his hand cut off, Anton has access to a free arm in the effect. So when the puppet says attack it, it's just him with the puppet on yes. attacking himself because he's yeah. already got a fake arm. So it's this puppet. He's fighting this puppet. It's like a funny-looking puppet. It's got like an evil mouth. For some yes. reason, its eyes move and so stuff. So the puppet changes at some point as well. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No. So now we've got this weird... I don't even know how to describe this puppet, but it, it's odd-looking. It's comical. It's... It looks like a... Like a, a um, like a one of the what's that office comic? It's about officers and stuff. Dilbert. Yeah, it's like a Dilbert yes. character or something like that. Yes, yeah. it is. It kind of looks like a baby Dilbert. Yeah. Um, and he's fighting with this puppet, and it, it, it's, it's absolutely a, ridiculous. It's like, a ridiculous fight. He traps it, so he traps it. But as he's trapped it in this puppet, like he traps it by like just putting his foot over the end. Yet yeah. other times in this like thing, the, the the thing can break people's necks mm-hmm. and stuff, but it can't get out of a cloth puppet. No, but it could burst out of someone's pants. So Yeah, let's... so there's a lot of inconsistencies in the power of this hand. That's right. Um, um, Mick and Nub fall through the roof um, yeah, onto just as Anton. It, like Anton gets this big ashtray, like, yeah. you know, and he's about to kill, like, smack, which wouldn't have killed it. No. What's it going to do? It doesn't have a brain. Yeah, yeah, and he was about to smash the hand, and then, but yeah, suddenly he gets knocked out by like a, a vent cover. Yeah, because Peanut and that are in the roof. They come down, and the hand gets away. And he's like, "You assholes! You got it! You made it get away again!" And they're like, yeah. "Fuck you, dickhead!" Yeah, they're kind of just like, "We don't really appreciate how the way that you've been speaking to us lately." And then all of a sudden, like you know, they hear Molly screaming like, "That's Molly!" Yeah. <laughs> They go to the garage. She's now in the shop garage, like the school's garage yeah. or something. Or, and she is tied to a car. Yes. She's which tied is to on the a, roof of the car. Tied to the roof of a car, which is on a hoist, a, uh-huh. a hydraulic hoist, which is slowly rising. And on the roof is painted a pentagram. Yes. And I'm like, okay. So she's got slowly getting risen up towards the pentagram, which I assume is just going to crush her and kill her. And that's the end? That's what the demon's yep. goal is? Yep. Sure. Yeah, that this was so tacked on that I, bit. I thought yeah. that it was stupid. But yeah. Um <laughs> Anton tries to help her with his one hand and she's kind of being raised on this this lift at this point. He basically just rips her clothes off. Yep. So she now she's in her underwear. She's now in a bikini-ish underwear things. You know, the puppet's the puppet is controlling. It's not the hand, it's the puppet that's controlling yeah, like, why this would... lift. It's got this evil face now. Yeah, so the, the little puppet is grabbing this lever which is like for some reason, he has to keep holding to lift up. I, mm-hmm. Maybe you have to do that. I don't know with those hydraulic uh, hoists. Um, you know, they have like a the gang. All the gang come over and they're trying to beat. You know, they're trying to f- pull the lever down. No, up. Yeah, they're trying to get it. They're trying to stop the the car. Yeah, from they're, so they're like, uh, you know, I'm, I don't know why they just didn't hit it with something. I don't know. Um, they can't win, and then suddenly they Mick walks over and he sees this. I don't know why he does this. I don't know because it's it's covered. So he walks over and he's there's something covered and he unveils to find 
what he refers to as Mighty Joe Bong. Yeah, it's a giant bong made of an exhaust. Yeah. Exhaust from cars and, and exhaust pipes and all this shit. And it, uh, and he, he looks at it and he goes, those auto shop boys are true artists. Yeah, and Pnub's just like, oh, need me spinach. Nah, I need some spinach. spinach. So they go, like, stop trying to pull down the lever. Well, well Andrew's still quite pull down the lever and, and they're like, they're going to yeah. smoke a bong. And he's like, what are you guys doing? He goes, for strength, Anton. Yeah, so meanwhile, like, they're smoking bongs. And she's screaming. He's like, You're getting high with your this. friends? Like, and then he just decides, he figures it out and he just, Jumps in. Anton, yeah. He takes a huge fucking, like, he's just inhaling. He goes, now you're taking Anton time. That's right. And then, but he's doing it for a reason. He blows it all into the puppet. Yeah. And then immediately the The puppet puppet turns around. Smiley face. Smiley face. And its eyes roll back into its head, revealing that it's very red and bloodshot and, you know. Yeah, because that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the hand falls out. Um... It falls out and they're, they're able to sort of uh, rescue uh, Molly at this point. And her face is is pretty much smashed up against the roof. Yeah, so they, uh, the lever goes off. And uh, at this point, everyone, lady, the lady hunter comes in the room, Randy comes into the room, everyone in the, uh, you know, the, the whole movie is in this garage. He's pulled Molly off. Yeah, the, she's she's now off of the... She's just standing in her underwear... Jessica Alba in a in a skimpies, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the hand you know suddenly jumps. Yep. And goes to who's it going? It to? goes to fly towards Anton and Molly because it's clearly got its sights set on Molly. Yeah, and so it's in the air, slow motion, and then like uh, we, as I said, Randy and the hunter lady, the hunter lady throws the sacrificial dagger. Yep. It you know in slow motion hits the hand in the air and then the, and which pushes the hand back and gets stabbed into the chest of Mick, which doesn't hurt him because he's no. undead. Yeah, and it's like, Poof. yeah, and like uh, the hunter lady's like, ooh, as in like, what have I done? She doesn't realize they're undead. Yes, which never gets mentioned. No, no. Um, and then the hand goes like, you know, it's been stabbed by the sacrificial dagger, and it just goes, poof. Yeah, it just does this poof, and just and then like Mick's like, that's it. Like, no explosions, no hellfire. Like, I'm glad everyone's all right, but that was weak. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I Which thought, it just best made one me, in the film. Made me think of you straight away because I'm like, final boss battle. Yeah. Yep. Where like, they, they, but no, but that was fine. Yeah. Because like the film primarily is a horror comedy. Yes. And we didn't really care how the no. monster dies. As long as it didn't turn into a big lumbering mess. Yes. Which is nice. Um. Yeah, it just goes poof. Uh, and that's it. And then the lady hunter's like, "Well, now, now that's done. Time for the ritualistic sex. Yeah. Are you coming?" Says Durandy, and he's like, "Yeah." And yeah. they just leave scene gone. Done. Um, yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah, that, that, that was that, that." I mean, I've never seen a scene like that in a film for the end. Like, no. Just like, and the character is like wanting it to be like the, you know, because you're so used to like Freddie with light pissing out of him, explosions, hellfire, getting pulled, dragged into hell back, but it was just like, Poof. yeah. I think the only other time I've seen it was in like an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer where there's like demon was haunting a house and it was making everyone live out their fears. And when they finally were able to conjure the physical demon, it was like a couple of inches tall and they just kind of squished it. It's kind of like how it ended for me when he turned into a little <sighs> yeah. baby and then they're yeah. like, you're an idiot. And he's like, oh shit. They basically bullied him to death. They did, didn't they? We will talk about that in an episode sometime. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we can't do it, though. It's too long. It's so... We would have to do, like, a four-part series. I know. Uh, Anton comes over, pulls the dagger out of Mick, 
And um, oh no! And then he cuts Molly down. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, he does. So Molly wasn't standing there the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Molly. He uses a sacrificial dagger to cut Molly down. Um, you know, she kisses Anton straight away. They move for some reason. They, they they're, they're so enamored in their enamored. They're so into their kissing yeah. fit that they like you know stumble backwards underneath the hydraulic uh, lifters. Mm-hmm. Um, Mick and Peanut were like, dude. Let's smoke some more weed. And what does he say? Like, once again, marijuana saves a, 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 a boring day. Like, it, yeah, it's, yeah. Some line. But then they accidentally use their bong. As they pick their bong up, they knock the lever at the exact time that Molly kind of pushes off of him. Yeah. To, like, pose. And then the car falls down onto Anton, crushing Anton. Yes. And then I, 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 um, Mick goes, whoa, that came down. Way too yeah. fast. <laughs> like that shouldn't have come down that fast. Like yeah. actually, just showing. I thought that was funny. Um. So at this point as well, like we hear the a garage door still start raising, and we get this white light. So heaven is back. Is there for Anton, which yeah. gives because Anton's a bit dead. Yes. Which gives, and you know, like Mick and and Peanut are like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's yeah. go to heaven. Yeah. So they and grab their bong. They grab they, their bong. <laughs> they head off. Towards the white light. And they turn around. Like, you coming, Anton? Yeah, you coming, Anton? He's yeah. showing that Anton's dead. Then fade to white. Mm-hmm. Good old white fade to white. It's always a great a great thing. <laughs> it always is always used in heaven. Yeah. But for the end heaven thing, the fade to white. Yes. We cut to Anton and he's in hospital in a full body cast. Yeah. So he chose to he uh, not go with them. Yeah. Which would mean, if you want to get pedantic about it, he is undead. Yeah, sure. Or maybe it's because he didn't go into the thing at all. He stayed on. He came back to life. Yeah, maybe. But like going by the rules of this film, they didn't. They but they went in and came back. So maybe that was the the yeah. clincher. Yeah. Because they were in the, like, the hall with the Enya and all shit like that. Um. And then like he's sitting in his body car. She's there. She's like, I can't believe you blew off heaven to hang with me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't You'll believe that either. Break up with him in a week. Yeah, like he doesn't. Like, he's got you one arm. You are not going to want to come and visit a guy in a full body cast. And he's got one arm now. Yeah, that's the he thing. He can't even double fist you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, the point of him? Yeah, well, this is true. He's useless to her now. Yeah. Um. So, but then um, we see like from the ether. It opens up, and uh, Mick and Peanut come out as angels. They're like, no one can see them because they're mm-hmm. like, you know. And they've come down and they're like, we're like guardian angels or some shit. <laughs> yeah, we're here to keep you on the straight and narrow just because this was a cautionary tale. So now we're just going to here to like harass you into not becoming that guy again. But they don't want, they can't be bothered. And then like the nurse comes in and he's talking to them and they're like, ooh, he, he, he's on some pretty mighty painkillers. Yeah, right? yeah. Like we, we probably, he probably should rest. And they're like, Mick and Peanut are like, dude, we're going to get some snacks. Yep. Well, at this point, the nurse sort of says to Molly, okay, visiting hours are over. So she leaves as well. So yeah. everybody leaves just leaving Mick and Penub to be like, we're going to go hit the snack machine. He's Do you like, want anything? Bring me back some crunch nuggets. I love those things. Yeah, cool. And then um, so they, they leave um, and then the light gets turned off. Anton looks up and on the roof is like, I'm under the bed. He like <laughs> screams. And then we yeah. cuts back to Mick and Penub in the hallway going, <laughs> think we should have like told him we wrote that? And yeah. he's like, no, nah, nah, fuck it. Fuck it. And he's like, you're right. He does scream like a girl. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's go walk through a nurse. <laughs> Cut to credits, the end. Yeah. And I'm like, eh. So final thoughts, Jen. Final thoughts. Okay. I like this film. Like it's still, yes, there is some problems with it. Um, 
but it still holds up for me. I still enjoy it. I love how Anton started out in his boxer shorts and basically just kept adding layers. At no point did he get changed. It was just like, okay, now I've got some pants on. Now I've got a jacket on. Yeah, I've had good continuity a... the whole way through. Yeah, so this is fantastic. Which is what they paid for with that 25 mil. A good continuitist. <laughs> Uh, Mick and Penub are definitely the best part of this film. They are my favorite characters. Seth Green and everything is always just. Fantastic. I really like him as an actor. He's, I think he's fantastic. funny in everything he's done, and yes. even Robot Chicken is funny because that's Chicken him, is isn't hilarious. it? Hilarious. Yes. Yes, it is. Like Scott Evil, one of the best characters, like as in like the idea of like he's just like that voice of reason of like yeah. why don't you just get a gun and shoot him? Yeah. It's like, uh, oh. like you invite him to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> you know stuff like. Uh, Molly was really like unnecessary and pointless. I never really liked her anyway. I love the soundtrack. This soundtrack's fucking really, really good. Great. Um, Although, is it? It is. It's very. It's my time. Mm. That mm. was my time for some of the metal um, that was played throughout. It like there's some Static X, The Living Ends on the soundtrack, Rob Zombie. Like, I'm happy with it. Um, it had so much more potential to be gore heavy. Yeah. And it just didn't yeah so my final yeah my final thoughts are too many off-screen kills Mm -hmm. like with those off those in if they've been in screen off screen on screen screen kills um i feel more people would remember this film i a lot better uh i thought 90 percent of the the effects were excellent Mm -hmm. it was just a couple at the start when they were doing compositing effects and stuff like that really really good problematic characters Molly was massive. I couldn't handle her. I even thought Randy was like a gross character, but that is of the time. Yes. Which is gross to think, hey. Well, everything has changed so much from. I know. Like, even me, how I think. Like, it's like, I mean, people probably think I'm a pussy, but like, I just can just, I've I've stepped back in my life and just seen it. Well, there's. Like, you know, what it looks like, the landscape. And as I'm trying to understand what it's like to be growing up as a female is fucking terrifying. And I've always said that thing, like, I've always said one of the things I think is why there's so much um, uh, uh, homophobia in the world is that guys can't handle the idea of a guy that is going to treat them like they treat women. Yeah. Like, that's like why they hate it, because they're like, oh, man, like that dude's going to do to me and think about me how I think about women, and that's why they hate them. And I, that's a problem. Yes, it is. Like, um, it, it, it is very hard. And, like, even just, like, you know, I'm a gay lady, so... Glady? I'm a glady, so i got some, pro- like, stigma around me, and even I have to change and have changed how I think and approach many things because so much has changed and you've you got to either... You got to grow with it, but yeah. So, do you reckon some lesbians in the lesbian community, because I'm not in it and you're in it, obviously, actually purposely act like misogynistic men? But are they act it to try and be that role? Um, I don't I, know. Like, look, I'm not in the scene. I'm not part of my gay community. Like, I am not in a scene. I'm not like I've got friends who are gay, but I'm not. Like, I'm not a flag-waving kind of gay lady. Like, I'm not ashamed or anything, but I just don't... I personally do not feel it's necessary for me to be like that. I, that's not who I am. But, but people act certain ways. And, you know, I've I've 
interacted with certain lesbians that are really toxic people and it's like if you were a dude this would be a problem is that toxic femininity is that a thing is that a word toxic femininity i don't know maybe it doesn't matter anyway um i thought mick and pina were awesome best characters and without them this would have been nothing yes Correct. Like, this film, like, all the humour was their scenes. Correct. Most of them, apart from the dog getting pushed into yeah. the, <laughs> into, into that the hallway. That was all the dog. That was nothing but dog. Um, it's, it had a bunch of generally funny scenes. Mm. Like, you know, like the dog getting pushed out, the holding the nose, um, everything that Peanut and Mick was in, every scene of them sniffing his dick. Like, all that kind of <laughs> shit was hilarious. Um, but mostly, I just, I think I liked it. If you showed this to a millennial, I don't think they'd like it. I, I think, think so. I'm we mostly like it, me and you, because of the nostalgia of growing up, yes. being that age through the 90s and seeing the 90s. Yeah. Which doesn't necessarily mean it's a good film. No, I no, I think no. we were more, we were more um, nostalgic about the time period yep. than the film. Um, so what did you give it? So I I kind of like amended my um, rating a little bit. So I've given it a C for a cult classic. Ooh, so it's, it's a, a cult classic is a big. It, that's a big badge of honor. I yeah, I do. That's feel in that there with like the Texas Chainsaw. Yep. Evil um, Dead. I've also given it a G. It is good for its time, but certain aspects have not held up. I just gave it a G. It's yeah. Good for its time, but it's not held up. Yeah. I don't think it held up because no. like if you show it to a person today that is not from that time period, they would just be like, yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh. But I think if you're like that's the uh, that's the that's the definition of not holding up, Hol- holding, holding. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't know. I feel that a lot of people who are into horror can revisit this now, and yes, certain aspects of it is are going to be like, well, I didn't like that part, or I didn't think that was appropriate. But the rest of it, they'd be like, that was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> 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 All right. Anyway, Dan, what are we going to watch next week? I've got my list here. I'm just going through it. I think I'm going to do Hellraiser 2. Hellraiser 2. Or as it's more commonly known as Hellraiser Hellbound mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. known as just Hellbound, Hellraiser 2. Do you remember this came out with the double VHS? It was yes. like wide, but it was still just one tape? Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. Um, so next week, Hellraiser 2, oh, Hellbound. I'm excited. And I'm doing this because of... The, the the Clive Barkery stuff that's been happening recently. Yeah, I'm reading the Hellraiser novel at the moment, as in the new one, and also yeah, TV shows, movies coming out. We should be well versed yes. into our Hellraiserness. I we could have gone with Hellraiser one, but I've seen it so many times, and I feel most people. I just feel like Hellraiser two has it's problematic as well. Like there's some things that aren't good, and yeah. I want to talk about that's them. That's great. I, I love talking about that shit. But, uh, and it has some really good characters in it. It has mental asylums, which I love. It has so, – we will, we will get into it. Oh, yeah. So homework, people. We'll Hellraiser 2 Hellbound. I don't know what year it's from, but we'll work that out we later. Not a problem. So, guys, you've been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We are available on all major streaming services and also on the YouTube. The YouTube. The YouTube. Uh, But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment or a review and share with all your friends. We also have an Instagram at TerrorVisionPod, which will keep you up to date with upcoming episodes, trivia and, of course, memes that are three years old by now. We also have an email, terrorvisionpod at gmail.com. 
Let us know what you want us to watch, if you want us to discuss something, if you've got an issue with something that we've said or anything like that. We also are on Facebook as well, guys. Same deal at Terrorvision Pod. Go over there. Let's uh, interact a little bit more. Um, our opening and closing music is Void 12 by Sister Wife. We actually have someone um, working on a new opening theme for us. So we won't be preaching copyright every episode. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll get onto that as soon as we can. Old Braden Dixon. Yeah. Podcast producer. Braden. He, um, he's working on one of them. I don't know when it will be done, but, yeah, we'll, we'll get onto that. And also, if you want to uh, check out my comic shop, you can check out Greenlight Comics at 18 Stevens Place. Um, in Adelaide, uh, just down, off Rondon Wall, down the side of the Maya Centre. I work there. Other people work there. Jen works near there. Mm-hmm. You might see her just randomly in the street. Or she True. might even be in my shop. Um, yeah, come down, check out some comics, graphic novels. We've got a horror section if you're into horror. There's a whole bunch of Clive Barker graphic novels. They're great. Well, I've got a bunch of them in at the moment. I think I've got The Great and Secret Show. Um, I've got The Next Testament, it's called. Um and, yeah, a bunch of them and some other horror stuff. Gideon Falls, read that. It's pretty mm-hmm. good fun. And you know what? Until next week, may all your dreams be frightmares. Mm-hmm.